Hello, welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast. Uh, we have a very special guest, guest tonight. Damn, I messed yeah, it up. A, he's a guest. <laughs> a good guest. Okay. He's real special. That was Billy <laughs> doing special. the intro. I love that. Yeah, so you, some of you guys might, all five of you listening, maybe, if, maybe two of you have heard of Michaelis. He's a legend. He comes it's from... More like, it's probably more like 50 and 20. Or maybe 30. I don't know. Whatever. The people are starting to get to know Michaelis, hopefully. Good job, brother. He comes um, from uh, Atlantis, I heard. A long line of Sumerian blood, like ancient Sumerian bloodline. <laughs> yeah, he's been through a lot that's led him to where he's at. Which is um, Graceland? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, right here, sorry. right now. <sighs> um, but yeah, we had him. On, we've had him on a, a, a few times. One of the couple of the times that we've had him on, it was uh, via Zoom or via. I mean, remember the first time we did it was on the phone. It was like a whole. It was a mess. Um, I remember that. I think but, even Veronica was here. Oh no! But then it didn't happen, or something. Yeah, there was a few attempts. There was some other girl that was here. What was her name? She was like some. Oh, Sarah. Sarah, yeah, some TikTok person, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That. Yeah. yeah. Actually, and you know who else was on that podcast? Who? Um, Tullus. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Dead Tullus. Yeah. Yeah. I never got the. Could you just give me the rundown? Like he was working here, and then a month later he was dead, or something. He left, and then. You know, he relapsed here. And then he obviously had to leave, but then he, what, OD'd or something? Yeah. I don't really know, like, all the details. I just know that he left and then, like, a month it's or so weird because I remember him standing there and his presence and everything, and now he's gone. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Huh. It's interesting. I think I, I'm interested to hear what Michaelis's take is on that. I think uh, he was a drug addict, and he had no program, and he died. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much it. He was just lying before he even got here, you know? Right. Remember, he, like, relapsed before, and he kind of minimized it. and uh, Maybe he thought this was going to be, like, a chill house. Maybe. Where he could just, like, get away with, like, not being... But that's so weird, because he was running dinners... From Zoom, like gnarly, like getting into the structure and everything, you know? Yeah, it was crazy. Like um, he was like really helping in the beginning. I feel like he taught like uh, Caleb and Woody a lot. But you notice that like the people who have like been around who didn't stay through Liberty – like they just didn't stay. Damn, you know what I'm that's saying? So crazy. Like dude. Liberty really developed like a character. If you graduated, yeah, totally. But like Mike didn't graduate, Prosser didn't graduate, Tullis didn't graduate. These are all guys that were helping, and they didn't last. They're not oh. here anymore, and we're here. Wait a minute. Twenty three people in the house, rocking the structure. I think Larry would be proud. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Your brother's electrician oh, friend? Oh, shit, What's bro. Is that Chris? In my podcasting? 
You are, man. You're What's on up, the podcast right now, brother. What do you have to say? The podcast. You guys didn't even fucking invite me, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You could come right There's now. There's a mic. How long would it take you to get here? Let's do it next week. But, I, I mean, I'm serious about how long it would take you to get here. You can't come. I could 15 minutes. Be here. Yeah, bro. right. Come, are you serious? Oh come! Look at we got. Look at the lights. Look at our lights. Oh, but look at how cool like the lighting setup is now. We we're like we're like making it look dope over here, bro. All right, I'm I'm excited. We'll 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 wait for you, bro. All right, cool. Bring him though. All right, bring her. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's Chris. From Ethos. I have a couple questions. Is that okay? Just right off the bat here, please. One, is, did you have an agenda tonight, or what? Why? Why did you call a podcast? Is oh, there? N- no, I didn't. I just, I, I just know that <sighs> Michaelis is kind of like a DDA, right? Or a Jason. You know, you have them on a few times, and it gets better every time they're on. Uh huh. So we never. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the. And even last time when Chris was on with Michaelis, it was a lot of talk about like the industry and like mm-hmm. I feel like we could go deeper. We could go okay. way deeper, yeah, you know sure. what I mean, and just get into like different chambers of stuff. I'm a little bit spun out in aggro tonight, so for, I'm I'm asking your apologies already if I start talking shit because I I just feel it. I'm just gonna do it, and I'm sorry. I love both of you. I really want to hear you talk shit. It'll be awesome. Michaelis is like the lead, like he's like the guy who really can handle anything. And yeah, he wouldn't care. No one would care. Neither would Chris. Other question is the guy, Prosser, is he okay? Or can we say it? Can we talk about it? Yeah, we can. And I don't think, I don't know. I don't think he is. I mean, I, I don't think he's loaded yet, but I don't. I don't think I would say like, oh, that he's okay. Yeah, because your dad said he's like he won't come to work and he's like hiding out at home or something. And yeah, that's so. So scary. Chris is coming. Yeah, so I set up his seat. Yeah, we got to remember to like loop him in. So what do you do? Why don't you? Why don't you say get the fuck over here or come to a fucking meeting or something? I mean, all that money and time you put into that dude. Well, not. I mean, that sounds bad, but you. Put a lot of effort into getting him sober and money. I mean, look, I've kind of done that. I'm, I'm not kind of. You did I, do it. I have done that multiple times. You went to his house, didn't you? A few, three times, yeah. and dragged him out of bed. Three he's just, times, he's just hiding away. In and bed? the third time I went, he didn't come with me. He's like, "Fuck." The I first two times, it was like, "Come on, let's go to the house," and he felt better after he came. So I don't know. Maybe he needs to hit like sort of a bottom in in sobriety, mm-hmm. and then um, that's so cool. I'm really excited. Chris is coming. So Chris, we've had him on before. He's the guy from Ethos, and Michaelis is a really good friend. I'm so grateful you introduced us to him. Um, but yeah, Prosser is. Um, you know, he's not working a program. So what do you expect? You know. Oh, what, what can we hook us up with two T's? Uh, what I expect and what I don't understand about these people is like how terrible it is before you get clean and sober. Like that's what you have waiting for you, but worse probably. 
But anyway, whatever. I'll get off that soapbox. So you had this girl come over this one time. She seemed pretty interesting. Who Who's that person? Who are you talking about? Which one? I don't know. She was here at the Sermon on the Mount one time. I, she shared a couple times. I thought, you know, I was kind of impressed with her shares. Um, You know who that is? No, I don't know who you're talking. Oh. You said Michaela's his friend or something. Okay, whatever. Don't. Oh, me. JP. I don't or know. wait, no. JC? JC. Oh, JC. JC was She's here. Awesome. She was here one time. She was sitting in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's sponsoring. Well, this is for Billy. Oh, she's thanks. sponsoring um, a couple of the girls in the house. Oh, I see. Cool. Are we ever going to have the sermon anymore? I feel like it's gone away. No, we're going to this was this this Monday. Please. Oh. Please. Yeah, because I Thanks, think, Wickham. honestly, I think if just the three of us can commit, or I mean, look. It, I'm committed. I've been here, except for last Monday. I, I, I've been here. Yeah. Look, bro, as long as it's just me and you, we'll be all right. And if Michaelis wants to bless us, then that would be even better. And then I'm, I think that Woody and Mikey are, like, down, and it could start there. And, oh, Wickham. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Like, dude, Monday, 7.30 for us, bro. Yeah. I think it'll be really good. And we can stream it again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we're... we're, 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 we're... I'm going to head out. All right, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're trying to do it. I love that Michaelis is like, thank you so much. It's the truth. Like, I should be saying that. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, we should... Um... You can invite like outside people again. That's what was so cool about a hundred percent. Like know? we should invite JC. Totally. Yeah, that would be really great. It, I mean, it really would be a meeting for senior for graduates and alumni. But we're starting now with just us because there's no we're we are the. You realize that we're like the the fathers of the house. You included. Because we're the people that are walking around this house with sobriety. That they're asking questions. Like Sam, too, you know? Where's I haven't seen that guy in a while either. What happened to him? He's around. Cool. The fathers of the house. Or whatever. Like, this you is know. funny. Yeah, like just like the the people that were. So we're gonna abandon them all, like after they're two years old, dude, and then disappear. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> yeah, weird I mean, shit. I just get excited because be passive like, aggressive, and you to, know, to think of what this could be, make them question whether or not we love them. <laughs> <laughs> right, like just our fathers. What we do to our kids. <laughs> just joking. Well, that's what a lot of the fathers are did, you know. Mm. But no, I just get I get excited to think about like what this could be in in ten years and the effect that we could have on people's lives and just seeing how it all starts, you know, it will be interesting. Cause some speak of staying like Wyatt's trying to decide if he wants to stay in Los Angeles or go back to Virginia. Is that where he's from? And then he's trying to figure out how can I make enough money? Cause it's fucking expensive to live here. Right. Um, yeah. Be interesting. That's just one individual. I just, if you look back, Four or five months ago, Rudy was big here. She was like a big part of the whole thing. Uh-huh. She's completely gone and become a hater, I guess. Yeah. And and uh, it was like a whole different regime. It was Rudy and the tall dude. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. And that's, for some reason, I remember that 
time as them being kind of uh, standout figures. Yeah, they, the they were. They were senior people in the house. Oh, and then how, how different it is now. And then, yeah, it's a trip. But they didn't really change that much, right? They didn't, like, overcome the biggest. I mean, they definitely grew, right? Would you say? Yeah, totally. I mean, senior just literally means, like, they had been here the longest, but I wouldn't necessarily, like, deem them, like, a senior member, though, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, Rudy was crushing it for a while, you know, until the the dude thing showed up. Like, she was, like, doing really well. But that was, like, the wall. Right. That was her wall, and she wasn't able to get through it. But, like, Johnny, like, someone like Johnny is just, like... Yeah, he's really changed, you know? But I guess different people are coming from different starting points, you know? Like, some people don't have... They're not as far behind as others, right? What do you mean, Johnny, like lower bottoms? Yeah, like Johnny... Well, not even just the bottom, just the character, their character, their behavior. Like, Johnny was, like, just more crazy than 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 most of the people. So it's been really hard and strenuous and it's taken a while for him to like grow and change, you know? If you consider four months a while, that's pretty fucking fast, really. But yeah, no, that's amazing. It's cool. It's cool to see him out there working out with Chandon. He's so fucking much bigger and Chandon's like so skinny. Even. Right. But uh, It is cool to see those two like becoming friends, huh? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, so what are your questions? You had some questions from Michaelis? I really like the fantasy of him being from Atlantis, you know, like, because when I would see him on the, on the zoom, I just had this, I almost believed it. Like he's in Bali and he's, he looks like oh, fucking Aquaman, Zeus. Aquaman or whatever, or oh, Zeus right. or, and, uh, Jason Momoa, <laughs> yeah. the actor, not Adrian. Do you know, Grady. I had a man crush on that guy before, <laughs> that is. before he ever got really famous. He was on the show called. Atlant- Atlantis. He was on the show called Atlantis, and he oh. had dreadlocks. Whoa! And I like, I, I would watch the show, and I'm like, man, that dude's a fucking stud. And then he became like within ten years, Game of Thrones, super like famous. Turned him yeah, into that, that was his. Yeah, that was it. I mean, he has a look that it's crazy. You know what's funny is I've I was recently talking about him. He should do Conan. He, he did it already. Be Conan. He already did it. They already did a remake of Conan, but it was just so bad that no one even knows about it. It wasn't good. Disappointing that. It oh, wasn't you like good. watched it? Yeah, it's really cheesy. I mean, the one with Arnold was cheesy too, though. We yeah. just like it's got that nostalgia factor. But if you look back on it, you just kind of look at the film. I mean, it it's definitely yeah, Beastmaster true. was the way to go, though. That was the flick, Beast dude. Beastmaster. That was amazing. I don't know. I I, 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 I don't remember it. But Beastmaster. I, I, I'm remembering that. Yeah, I'm remembering it too, but I don't like remember, remember it. Beastmaster. Who was in that? Some blonde dude with a dimple chin, man. Like you got. But like. <laughs> right. There was this oh, and he could communicate with like a all panther the animals. Or yeah, totally. But they had that like one scene where there's like these hooded, cloaked things like that were all like around this tree. And if you like bumped into them, they would like wrap their cloak around you and then like shake and you would just turn into like bones and Ooh. mush. Mm. Yeah, it was just crazy. I used to have nightmares about that when I was. A youngster, yeah, and Kroll. You remember Kroll? So, so you don't feel like when your book comes out and like 
when you grow your fault, like you don't feel like good about like about that, about like having accomplished something or like you don't like for right now, like let's just say right now, let's just use like little, you have this, you have like a 5,000, you've gotten to 5,000 and you have like these videos you've made. I have. Don't you kind of like feel like good about that? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Um, He's looking for your ego and your defects. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for like the human. Like, I just thought about how many podcasts we've done, and like how they're long, and they're like, there's a lot to them, right? And I was thinking about Chris getting here and like maybe making this into two, because a lot of our podcasts are too long. But like, if you really want to dive in, like you can, and that to me is like. Like I'm proud of that and I'm proud of like the consistency and you know, I've put a lot of work into like the logo and the artwork and just all of it, you know, and it's just nice to like know that it's out there and it's like something I've created and it I don't know, it just like feels good. Like I it's there hard are to explain some followers too. There are some No, it's amazing. Followers. It just feels it. good, right? And is that like what would what would you say to be conscious of? Like, is Michaelis is all about like you know no attachments, be only in the moment. Like, is that like what should I be cautious of in feeling that way about something? I mean, for me, first and foremost, it's like taking credit for the message that's coming out of my mouth and attaching like my pride to that because it's really not my message at all. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm just like trying to use it to fulfill my purpose on this earth. Okay, question. So it's not your message, yes, but what if the way you're able to articulate it like nobody else? Well, not only comes that, across but, to people. But that's not. But that's. I'm not just talking about. I'm talking about like, consi- Like, there's a hundred episodes. There's a logo. There's all this work that I put. There's I put work into reaching people, and now people are getting helped, and I feel good about just not just the fact that people are getting help or they're finding some relief in, in what I'm doing, but they're like, um, I'm just proud of like the, 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 all the, the mark I've left on like, you know, on humans. Well, no, just like on the the internet or even just on like the clear shirts in there that I made, like people wear shirt. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, I've built something and it's like mine and it's like my heart. And it's like what I, wanted to i wanted to do something and i'm proud of what i did but he's saying i didn't do it which i get and i and i fucking agree but like are can we not be proud of our accomplishments sure why not you can be whatever you want to be right yeah totally no i know we i know i obviously i'm saying i'm not saying but is there what what i'm asking is where what is the danger in that and what should we be cautious of when doing that I mean, the danger is, I guess, always being attached to results or expectations. I mean, that would be the danger in any of that. But, 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 like, but I'm not be, saying that you are doing that. Well, but, but, well, let me say this because I've been able to detach myself from that, I haven't given up. And now I'm actually seeing results. But, like, obviously, I always wish they were more. But it's cool that that hasn't stopped me. So now I'm over here going, all right, here we go, 150th episode. 
50,000 downloads, which sounds cool, but if you really think about it, there's 150 episodes, so that means that like each one has barely 100 downloads, which is so well, that I don't think it means a lot because I never download a podcast. I'm just saying just like stream, I'm just saying that like so for every download, there's probably five streams. I don't or know. More. That's not even the point. Oh, the point I'm the, trying to make point? is that, like, yes, I agree. Don't be attached to the results. But if you keep doing something because you love doing it, you will slowly start to see results, and they it will feel good. Well, I'm and that's proud okay. of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too, Pat. <laughs> I think it's cool that you. I mean, I get to be a part of it. So. Yeah, and I'm, I'm proud of you for showing up, and I'm really grateful to have you a part of it and you, have you be in my life. And I'm so glad that you keep coming back. And I'm also proud of Michaela's for making a fucking book. I can't wait to, for, for it to come out. It's insane. When but is the it reason I'm I'm talking about this in this way is because I'm just curious about like the because he's his whole thing is like I don't really care about anything. Yeah. No, I get it. And I'm trying to like understand like A, like how is that possible? And B, like is that 100% healthy? And will you start to feel good about your book once it starts becoming like, once it starts leaving its imprint on the world? Like you're going to feel a certain way about that. I mean, I just feel like I'm living my purpose. Right. And you probably already feel good about I mean, I'm, I'm already doing it. Yeah. I just am like. But once there's like a thing, once you have an actual like thing, it's like, it's going to like really like, like I feel like crystallize, you know? I mean, I feel like I've had a thing. It's just not my thing, you know? Like I've been utilizing like this specific the, method, right? The big right? book, right? For a long time, and just practicing that over and over and over again, you know. So yeah, but it's just more of the same for me. It's just more opportunity for me to launch myself into the moment by helping people. It just gives me a wider base of people that I can help. I mean, but there are there are times where when you say to me, "Oh my God, I'm so excited for my book to come out." I am because I just want to like. What happens is is that people come to me who are not addicts and non alcoholics. Right. And like they ask me questions about, you know, how do I do this or how do I get through that or whatever? And I I just wanna give them my book, but I fucking can't. You know? Mm-hmm. Like people ask me like, how do I become the blessing? How do I even practice that? You know, like I resent my mom. She's fucking dying of cancer. I've got problems with her, but like I know that I need to bless her, but I just don't want to. Like, how do I change that? You know, and I don't think like this lady in particular is an alcoholic or an addict. But if I just had the book, I'd be like, yo, here, this is your practice. You know, so I just see it's necessary. Yeah. That's what makes me excited. Yeah. But don't you think there's another part of you that's excited to like have... The thing. Hello there, sir. It's Mr. Chris. I'm so stuck. Don't give me that fucking tea, though, dude. Oh, yeah. that shit is trash. But let me hit your vape, though. It's not trash. No, don't it's do the, trash. Don't do the, the vape. Just, just one sip, bro. I'm allergic to that shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. I'm sorry. Just one sip. I love you, though. Hey. Um, we, got, we got a dog here. Wow. So we're only like 
20 minutes in and this ain't no Pej podcast. This is the podcast that goes hours, bro. We've done one that's gone three, four hours. <laughs> Stupid. What? I love this dog so good. <laughs> yeah, what's up, little buddy? I know. She's great. Her <laughs> um, I was just trying to, I'm trying to crack the, I'm trying to, oh, wait. Hey, oh, he what? doesn't have any headphones. It's fine. I can just talk. Yeah, you, you sound, I can just talk. Yeah, it sounds great. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I'm trying. Really I'm well. trying to crack the human. I mean, crack the human. The I'm trying to figure out because, like, I was just explaining how, like, well, like Billy, like, don't you feel proud? I guess maybe that's not the right word. I feel all this shit, so I'm not zen like this dude, right? But I can see, and I go for it because no attachments means peace, right? And that means I don't have anxiety, and I'm not treating people shitty. Like, but it's hard. It's so. Hard. So you know what it is? It's like this. It's like I get to feel proud of my accomplishments. I was telling him how, like, you know, I've been we've, we've done I've done over a hundred episodes of this. You know, they're all on the internet. I have 50, over fifty thousand. I'm like put a lot of work and time into this and i'm like it's a lot of work too. it feels good to know that i've done that and there's like it's out there and like people are listening and it's like it was hard to do and now i'm like awesome i feel good about it. there's like artwork and a logo and like like you must feel good about like the house like you're you i have do. like your own little baby and it's like working yeah. and like at night you go to sleep and you think or there must be times throughout the day where you're like you have this, it's like this feeling you can't describe about like you did this thing, you're doing this thing and it wasn't easy and it feels good and it's like rewarding. And I was trying to ask Michaelis, I was just trying to ask him like, like, will you feel that way or do you ever feel that way? Are you looking at me so I can answer the question? (laughs) No, this is, go ahead, dude. No, you should go ahead. I already answered. The questions I, mean, I, I already you. answered it, though. Me and you already had this conversation like a day ago. I know, ago. that's why I'm laughing. That's, <laughs> you know? So it's like funny. That's why I'm waiting for so your you response. Want me to, you want me to give my synopsis of the, the Michaelis moments yeah, that everyone else gets to experience it, that you live in? Yeah, it's really good. I have a half-cocked philosophy that, and I don't mean this in any disparaging way. Me and Michaelis have already talked about it. But like he's got like low-grade Asperger's where like he just doesn't get affected by all like the social shit. Mm. The, that like all of us get like uh, spun up about like you'll call Michaelis all spun up about he'll have shit he needs to be spun up about and or, or he'll have stuff that he should be spun up about yeah totally right. and if I was in his position I'd totally be spun up about it and he's like hmm? right <laughs> but 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 don't Just you go. think that that's come through years of discipline and work and practice and service and realizing that like. It's just another problem that will work out the same way all the other ones worked out. Are you asking me or are you asking? Well, him? I'm 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 saying that like I'm basically I'm basically playing your I'm basically like saying what you what I think you would say to that. Totally. I mean, that's what I feel it is right. for sure. Right. Because I wasn't like this before. Right. Yeah, all. but I've only known him this way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because I remember a time when i would come work with you and you were kind of i feel like you were getting to this point but you definitely would like show me music and i feel like you cared and you were like trying to like you were trying to win 
totally yeah <laughs> as a dj yeah and i would get frustrated like when i didn't win or i'd compare myself to other people and right. i get frustrated with that you know yeah and i mean that was a stress case man like did I you was, ever compare yourself to me um no but i definitely like felt talked down by you one time when you were just like yeah you're making fucking ponds and i'm making oceans that's what you said to me about like mixing Ego. and i was just oh, like oh whoa that's crazy that he remembers that of course i i kind of remember that too yeah but i was just referring to the, the son it's sonically oh i know like the sound like right. and, and and to try to get more highs and more lows so it has a wider sound but how i took it was just like wow your shit and you're like wasting your time. And the only reason I was saying that was because it was like said to me from someone trying to help me understand how to mix. But no one like, it's not like you taught me though. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, but sometimes just explaining that. But I don't know what that means. Pip. I didn't know what that meant. Uh, you know what I mean? But well, now like I understand what that means because right. I've made songs, you know, that were oceans. But I mean, I feel like I would have happily sat down and, and all I would have done was brought the high end up on like, the the vocal and like the low end down on right like the, but it's also like compression and panning yeah and like it's a lot of stuff, so it's like know. just yeah yeah but i didn't understand any of that everything was pretty much like fucking on the same plane which you were right you know yeah but yeah at that time because of where i was at like i was sensitive for sure you know right definitely absolutely but you know i try to kill myself like a couple times sober so you know that i definitely had my share of overreacting to life 100 percent, getting super overwhelmed by like emotions and so because like i hit those kinds of lows in sobriety i really had to do a lot of work to not go back there again how many years sober which time five and a half and six and a half years sober were the times i wanted to die and even like right before i had done this started this book work i didn't want to die but i definitely was at that point of like fuck AA, this shit doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm going to give this one last shot, and if this is it, I'm done. You know? So you were a miserable fuck. Yeah. And how long ago was that? That was 12 years ago, maybe 13. I mean, I used to judge everyone at meetings. That fucking person's a whiner. Oh, that person's creatures. I used to hate every single person who used to share about promises <laughs> happening for them. Be like, fuck that guy. Fuck those promises. I can yeah. never like relate to them. I like, I used to resent when they read the ninth step promises in the meetings. I'd be mm. like, these fucking assholes. You know? I mean, that's really where I was at. But now, like, I understand. I mean, I just told somebody I was working with today, like, pay attention to those promises and pay attention to like how they're conditional upon you doing the book work with other people versus what your experience in sobriety was before you started doing that. Because it's a whole other like set of promises once you understand like the work you need to do to actually have them materialize. You know, it's not the immense. That's not the work that you need to do to have those things materialize. Self-seeking and it's not going to slip away because you you know made amends to somebody. It's after like practicing and practicing and practicing selfless behavior. You know, seeing how like your like liabilities or your assets through helping others doesn't happen unless you're helping others. Right? All that shit. I mean, we can go through it if you want to bring yeah, out a book. Yeah, well, it's experience. It's experience practicing the principles, and you see that they do work. Yeah. 
And I know that selfish behavior is going to hurt me so bad. It's just, I, I try to, you know, be aware of it. It's still all the time, every daily. I mean, you're not on a daily, like, awareness situation where you, you, you watch your thoughts and your actions and your emotions and, and you you don't go up and down. Today? Sure, today. No. I mean, Yesterday? I, not even yesterday. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, I've set aside so much time every day consistently for the last 12 years that it's literally become like a non-issue for me in that way. Because you're doing the book work with somebody every single day. Totally. Sometimes multiple What if you went a week without that? I don't know. I've never done it, so who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I guess all all I'll say about this is if you ever do hit a low point, we're obviously all here for you. If you ever become human. But like, no, but that's real (laughs) shit though because DJ AM fucking OD'd because, or at least I saw this really cool documentary about how he was sort of like the guy that everyone would go to and he didn't have someone. Like he didn't, he always felt like he was the one advising everyone else who was supposed to be okay so he wasn't ever able to be fucked up and then he just relapsed and died so like we all i definitely know that i can be fucked up around you guys i don't feel like i need to hide anything from you guys actually in fact like i don't think you 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 i don't think that either i'm just saying obviously we are here if, if there is ever a point honestly like I guess what would be uncomfortable for me is like to be okay all the time. I feel like that would create more judgment from you guys than me actually having a problem. That's actually what I felt in Bali when I got there, when I was going to AA, like I was happy. Mm. People fucking hated that because they associated like problems with authenticity. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep being fucking happy and I'll take people through the book and they'll find happiness too and see that it's actually real, you know? Mm -hmm. I got a question and you don't have to answer this, but you have kids? I do. How many? I have two. And how old are they? One is 20 and one is eight, maybe. And I don't have a relationship with the young one at all. Zero? Zero. Because of circumstances, I guess. Or. Yeah, his mom um, basically said, like, if you're not in a relationship with me, I don't, I'm leaving. And you're, you've found solace and acceptance of that situation? 100%. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not open to having a relationship with him. I someday. would love that someday. But today is not that day, obviously. Otherwise, it would be happening. I sacrificed a lot. Actually, worry that his mom is Billy. taking good care of him. Is what? Do you worry at all that maybe his mom's taking good care of him or not taking good care of him? Or I'm actually, you I believe that he's being taken care of 100. percent I don't worry about that. And then the other one? Um, he's like an adult. He's 20. So you talk sometimes? Or? Yeah, we talk. He's we actually have a really good relationship. But when I ended that relationship with that woman, I gave up a lot, you know? What do you mean? I gave her up. I gave my son up. I gave my parents up. And I even gave up my other son for a period of time, you know? 
all for the name of me not wanting to repeat the same mistake again and live outside of my own integrity, you know? So you would have had to live an untruth for yourself to be with that person. Totally. So that to me is probably one of my biggest surrenders. And that's like that kind of commitment really pushed me in the direction of I'm going to live my absolute best life and enjoy it, you know, 100%. What if you get a physical, what if you lose a leg or something? You still going to be happy? These questions are funny to me. Well, no, because I have, I have chronic illness, so I'm fucked up. Okay. And I've, I've been injured since I was a teenager, and I have to live with that shit, and it fucks with me every single day because it's chronic. I have gout. Does that count? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't have gout, so I don't know how that, oh, what that's it's like. It's chronic. I mean, but I'm still happy with gout, even though sometimes Does I can't walk. Yeah, it's really painful. My brother gets that shit. It's gnarly. Yeah, it's you really know what it's called? The, the nickname for it? No, what? King's disease. Oh, that makes sense. Because Rich basically diet. it's from uh, red meat. Well, it's from like rich, rich meat. Yeah, yeah totally. Red meat. So like rich people, also alcohol as well. So basically like the people who had plenty were the ones who usually contracted it. But they were usually much older too. So it's kind of funny. Like I'm, I got it when I was 28 for the first time. And I was already six years sober. So was it? It was. It's a genetic thing. Then, yeah, I think what? it's genetics for sure. It is, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a buildup of like uric acid. But yeah, it's painful. Oh, it's gnarly. My brother can't even walk when that shit happens, bro. Yeah, it's real gnarly as fuck because it gets in your joints and inflames the joints. Mm. Yeah, it's real bad. Like you'd be bedridden from it, actually. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's good to know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you suffer, but it's good. To, I mean, I always think people have it better than me, you know? I guess from when I was always just... But it's not true. Humans are humans, and they're all frail in their own ways, and they have to deal with... Even the rich fucks and the famous people and the, the beautiful people, all of them... Everybody's struggling, ...has to man, deal with some, some way, shit. Of course. Totally. I was just thinking about, though, when your son was born just adds to my feeling that you've always been like this wow. just remember because we'd be like in group and some dude was like oh i fucking we gotta be up all night and like i can't sleep and you're like oh man i'm really sorry it's you know i've been in the er all day with my son on life support i'm sorry your life's so hard and sober living and you had the right words today totally it's really understand this must be really difficult i, mean, for I you. watched my son die and then resuscitate him yeah, i remember you know I also watched, like, I mean, I saw some really crazy shit in that period of time. Like, and this was like eight or like seven years ago, or this was about eight yeah, years ago. Because that was right when he was born. Yeah, totally. Right. We're running longies. Those were long ones. They're good though. <sighs> Those are long ones. Yeah. Where? Long Access. ones. Long. Yeah, what, what are you talking house about? House meetings. Why were they long? Because people were sick. It just ends when it ends. It ended when it ended. Like three, four. No, ten. Ten a.m. No, no, ten hours. Ten hours. Sometimes we had like scrub downs that lasted a couple of days. There was that. one I know for yeah. sure that like the sun came up and then me and me and Michaelis were in the office. Like everyone was like, like I don't want to go to work tomorrow. It's like 
we both got to go to work and we were like in the office busting up laughing like delirious totally. because we like fell asleep for like you're right we're gonna sleep for two hours and then oh, so my. wait so i'm trying to you guys were in sober living together or you worked no we worked living? we ran we the place okay yeah that's how we met okay it was basically like uh brad and sam were like qui-gon Jin and obi-wan and then michaelis came in and it was like yoda time wow that's what it was like and, and, and it was you- like the last leg of my training before i got to like be like <laughs> mm. you get to go off and be on your own and you were like fucking are you strong in the force i was now? like 20 something years old bro that was eight years you were ago. like anakin but you didn't go you didn't you stayed the, a good apprentice and became luke Luke, yeah, but like Luke, not Anakin. Th- yeah, but Anakin yeah. turned, but he was dope. Yeah, no, I wasn't Anakin. Anakin's a little weenie. He's all on fire. He's like, I hate you. <laughs> Shut up, fool. <laughs> yeah, when, they, yeah, when I saw that movie, I felt like that dude ruined fucking Star Wars. I, know. I was so pissed. Jar Jar. Yeah, but you know what? No, though? The, no, the dude. You like how I did Jar-Jar. that right there, though? I like got it tied into movies right I now. I love. I do that all the time. I think Star Wars is such a great metaphor. That's Jar I always use it. I agree. No, I think it's good because he was a bitch and that's why he turned because he was selfish and that's what, but he was also but like no, really his good. his acting was so on, so. No, I don't, I don't know. I think okay, he's actually, a de- I think he played that role like well, like I should be further along in my training, like, like just mm. kind of like the bitch okay. entitled, okay, never but also way. like really good at like, he was a gifted Jedi, he was, but then he be he just had like entitlement issues and like ego shit that caused him to turn. Also, I think Yoda's best quote came out in those movies: "You need to train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose." Mm. Chris so was dope, good. like which is your life and your so kids, everything. The thing that I loved about Chris was that, like, I mean, I walked in kind of out of nowhere, but like he had so much humility he was like so open the whole time like mm. i didn't feel threatened by you at all yeah, it was i actually don't even think i felt threatened by people maybe i should i feel like that's probably like somewhat of a problem for me no it's awesome <laughs> it's really awesome yeah. well, why would you feel threatened by a coworker? just like ego stuff or? i think there's ego shit that comes in with that all the time is like um because well first off when michaelis came in like he fucking shit on you did do one number where you're like yeah this is all like bullshit you guys fucking like he kind of shit on it at first and it was like a little like all right like just a little or were you like fuck that no i was just like (laughs) all right whatever like i'm not trying to pretend like i fucking know anything he's different now no i mean it wasn't like he came in and was like fuck you guys like your shit's whack he was just like no i just think you guys shit is like the way you'd say it now you should i just think your shit's whack like, <laughs> right but like in was, a nice way yeah right. i mean if you can handle that in a right. nice way no, it really it wouldn't i don't think very many people i don't think unless you went through a model like that you could take that as that being something nice it was him it was his way of being direct with you and going like, "Well, yeah, but you dude, guys are fucking up." Yeah, but there's a way to say it, and like the way like Larry might say it, and then there's a way to say it with like calmness and grace, and like that it will actually maybe be heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's the I think that's like the Asperger's thing he's got, dude. He wasn't like, like angry. I don't think I've ever seen Michaela's angry. Actually, I know mm. I've never seen Michaela's angry. 
I've, really? I've talked to Michaelis. Frustrated. You know what, though? But I, even- I don't think I have either, but there's this weird fear that he's just going to snap. One day, low and, it's gonna up, go and he's from- going to knock walls down. No, and, and it's going to be like, damn, I never seen you angry, but, but now you just crossed the threshold. I'm, that's just my... That's like what most people would... You know, the guy that's holding the spring down and they never trip until they fucking lose their shit. I'm not, I don't actually think you're that guy, but I'm just saying that I have, (laughs) I have had that, that fear in the back of my mind that like, that would, it's come up a few times for me, you know, where I'm like, oh shit, I wonder if. Like recently? No, just, it's just a thought that. I'm trying to think if I ever. I don't know. I think he's got like a pretty disarming quality. What's that like? Uh, is this guy gonna lose it? Like, probably not. It's just like a, it's just like a, a fleeting thought that will come, and it will be gone in a second. You know what I mean? It's not really like. I mean, in your sleep, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, like if we're having like a thing, and I'm like, ooh, that that should should have made him feel a certain type of way. And then you're just like totally fine, and I'm like, is he gonna like get mad or I don't know? Yeah, no. No, I tell you for sure. But so, you know, so how many people were in the house at the time, bro? At that time, it was. I remember my managers didn't even have rooms. We didn't have beds. We were sleeping in the fucking um, blow up mattresses. There's yeah, like, were the people in? They're eighteen. They're eighteen, and then remember, remember, and then remember, try to imagine. Living in a sober living, and they just tore out the whole kitchen. Yeah, the and kitchen how was a mess. They tore out everything. There was no kitchen. Yeah, there was literally. Oh, no they kitchen. were redoing. I don't, it. I, to this day, I don't know how we navigated that with families. They'd come by. There'd literally be no office, no nothing, and they'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Parents be laughing and shit." And I'd be like, "This is crazy. Like, I don't even know how we're doing this because yeah, there wasn't. Nice. It wasn't nowhere near the size of this at all. It was like very mm. small. And we're eating out." Three meals a day uh, for fucking, I had to have been th- two or three months, bro. It was a long time. And then Brad finally got that kitchen in and it was fucking dog shit. And I was like, dude, please like j- just l- let go of the wheel on this one because your fucking stupid guy that you got sucked so much, please. And he was like, fine. And I ended up getting this place. It was all, all custom shit. They got it all custom made, and then it had all lifetime warranties on all the doors and shit. So, for like sober living, it's like, your shit's always breaking. Bro. Yeah, shit's, we were getting. So I'd be calling in like before because I was like, they're not gonna honor this shit forever, or they're not gonna have it anymore. It's like the first right before I left, I ordered like a bunch. Of, oh, we need this because it was already getting fucked up. You know. I was just breathing. Yeah, I do that. I like it. <laughs> I mean, you're you seem fine. Fine. Were you yeah. fucked up earlier? Or are you good? No, I'm just. I, you know, I'm spun. I'm spun. I'm not doing shit. I need to do. I'm not meetings. You know, step blah, 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 bitches and hoes. Oh, that's what it is. It's that Kids dating and dogs. App. Well, that that's part of it. Why is everyone such a fucking predator on that fucking dating app? Mm-hmm. But what I find, I meet some people like he says he he had success. I don't have, I did have success, and yeah, I don't know. But we like to find what success was. That was yeah. Important. So what I would call success, he was having, but that wasn't success to him. 
which is getting laid and going on dates, that would be success, right? You're on a dating app, you go on a date. If that's right? what you're looking for. <laughs> well, or you find a girlfriend or whatever. I mean, yeah. What, what is that bad? No. no, not at all. No, I'm just saying if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like doing what they need to do. For me, it was like more of a practice of like being what I am and accepting that and enjoying it and doing it with integrity, which I've never done before. You know, being what you are. <sighs> Wait, that was success? What do yeah. you mean? Well, like, I mean, part of my problem in sobriety, or my biggest problem in sobriety was just. Um, constantly getting in relationships, cheating, not being able to be monogamous, trying to fit myself in this relationship box, thinking that being in a relationship meant that I was mature, meant that I was a man, like meant that I was growing and all that stuff, you know, and also trying to escape being like my father because like I was brought up to believe that he was such a piece of shit for cheating on my mom. Just like there was so much energy behind cheating, yet I was just like doing it. And so, like I said, when that relationship ended with the girl that I had a baby with, um, I just said, I'm not fucking doing that again. I'm just owing the fact that I don't belong in a relationship. I don't even fucking believe in monogamy. I could definitely tie in how the nuclear family has destroyed the human race. And, um, you know, I'm just going to own it and just see people, tell them that I just want to, like, see people that i'm seeing other people that i'm having sex with other people and if they're not down with that oh, that's cool oh that i get it right i feel like that was like for some reason this thought just came to mind like like that bit right there like where you're like the nuclear family has destroyed the human race like you know how like these trolls go after pat that'll be like the one bit that they like take out and create like a whole mm. entire page oh, about like, about right like this you know? is this is who Michaela really let me is. let me explain it then okay <laughs> but like think about it right well so, but that's the problem is they're not gonna let you explain it I don't care I'm gonna do it now anyway like hold on but before you explain it I just recently stumbled across something of your of you remember did you see that clip no send it it's it's our podcast it's you someone's like Chris trying to explain to Pat what he's doing is what what he's doing is wrong and it was you explaining like what other people think about filming in the house and the girl was whatever it's just a clip of you saying why people have an issue with me you never yeah, saw it i mean i listen bro i don't know like, it's just i, don't, I knew i knew when that and, shit happened like all these people who troll you have pages like follow me i'm like bro like whatever dude no it was cool like, though it was it was definitely like you being the voice of reason and like Michaela, the reason I've discovered it is because someone, Michaela, might meet up with one of these people. Is that that same person? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, I went to the. Is it on that page? Say what? Is it on that person's page? Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. He's gonna meet up with a hater, a dedicated hater. Maybe. And, 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 they, they, and they have. Me. And they're really. They. This is a person that really has issues with Billy. I feel like the most. They have a clip on there of me talking about like your issue and like, the Astrid thing and like. Mm. But basically, what I'm saying is, is like he's he's over that, you know, he's been over that for eight years and they're like using this to like somehow like decredit you. when the truth is, is I'm talking about something that like a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. They still talk shit once in a while. TikTok. Actually, Tink girls got taken down. The whole page got taken down. I don't even know what that is. One of the main pages that was dedicated to us 
is deleted. You know what? The whole page is gone. But you know what trips me out about? (laughs) I think it's like the funniest shit. I almost don't want to do it because I feel like it kind of burns you a little bit. But like all that shit just builds your fucking brand. Oh, yeah. (laughs) These people, these people who go out of their way. I was like, fuck, man. I wish I had so many haters, dude. Like it literally is like. But but then there are some times where I'm like alone in my house thinking. And earlier today, I went to the closet to get dressed and I saw the Nike logo. And I'm like, damn. Just do it. Never going to have that. What do you mean? Like, I saw their logo and I thought, that is such a credible... Iconic image. Iconic. It's like solid oak. And that's what you want. Well, I don't... It's not necessarily... It's obviously not what I want. I just think that like... No, like if you... Anyone can wear Nike Mm -hmm. and it's cool. Like... What I'm building isn't something that's going to ever be that. Or maybe one day. But, like, yeah, Nike didn't start with, like, controversy. Because it started as a controversial thing, it'll, it, it'll, it, it's going to be that. I don't know. I can't think of a, another example. Well, you know what's so wonderful about it is your haters and your lovers, they're both going to be two whole different worlds. And they're going to battle. Like, I watched, my, I watched my ex and her conspiracy theory people. And they have this whole little world about the conspiracy theories, like the underground. And then there's the whole real world, I would call it, our propaganda world of like these people. What I'm trying to say is... uh, It's exactly what Chris said. It helps it. It helps it, but it's just a trip that people are so divided and so dedicated to some shit that doesn't even concern them. I don't know, whatever, but yeah. It is what it is. And I think also like we're so close to it that like we're looking at a tree in the forest and the truth is 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 like that hate might seem seem loud to someone like Chris or me, but like it's not really that loud in the grand scheme of like the people who know of the brand. I think it's seemed loud maybe at first and well, I the think, shit but like people me. dude I, like these two kids now. stopped me on the fucking street while i was driving i'm driving and these two kids are screaming they're like you're a fucking beast bro and i was like this is crazy and like i'll get recognized places and they don't have any idea about any of that shit yeah because mm. your brand isn't really the people who really get frustrated with you is more graceland shit and your brand wasn't really built graceland's a secondary thing really yeah. when it comes down your brand was built off of something you yeah it was really but, built but, off but, your lifestyle with, but before graceland they were mad about the open relationship and they were mad about they thought i was a, a, a abusive so there's always been like controversy around it even before graceland so that's why opening that it just spilled into the that. Next layer. But it. what were you saying, Michaelis? Oh, about the nuclear family? Well, oh, you yeah, were just that's saying, right. You were going to explain the well, nuclear family. You were about to say something. No, I mean, I wasn't. Is the demise Yeah, of you were. I was mo- like... You were going to explain the nuclear family being the demise of modern society or something. Yeah, but like it was this. even after that. It was like something he was about to respond to. Um, I don't we were talking about Nike and... No, 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 I don't remember. I don't think I was going to say anything. I think I was just in agreement. Yeah. So can you tell us, like, in two minutes, what, why the nuclear family has destroyed the world? Yeah, I mean, basically it's destroyed the idea of community. It puts two people in, like, 
the position of all the responsibility of the children rather than like a community raising children together. Mm. And then what winds up happening is, is that the child who doesn't understand the fucking world winds up feeling neglect from one parent because, or both because they're working and they're trying to make ends meet and like provide or whatever, um, because they are the only two people responsible for the raising of this child. Then the child gets all these fucking weird abandonment issues and like feeling not loved and blah, 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 you know, which they don't really get. And it just sort of creates this, and I hate using the word like trauma, you know, uh trauma is real so yeah totally no and it's like you're right it's that's the case for like 90 percent of so you like kids i mean i'm just saying this based on all the inventories i've heard from people you know right. where you bring that shit back to the childhood and it's always like all their pride issues which is like the birthing of all defects basically comes from some hurt pride that happened when they were young because they were not feeling loved by one person or another you know and it takes a lot of pressure to like support that and then the pressure creates anger and all kinds of sideways behavior from the parents which might be taken out on the child and i mean instead of like having a community of people living and like supporting the raising of these two of these children so that like the the codependency also is not like put on just two people as being the gods of this child and there's like a whole you know group of people who might all excel in different things I mean that's that's the deal. You understand that? So yeah. so you think communities should be raising kids and like we should tribal be working? Culture. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's the way. Less issues. I'm really into that too. That's yeah. why I want to have like my friends, like Jason and Vic. I want to have like friends and we all have kids together and we can like we've talked about this with Jason and Vic and huh? in communities like the adults hold each other accountable right there's not like this you know i mean all this weird shit that happens with kids being inducted and sexually assaulted or whatever is because everything's isolated you know you just pick a kid off the street but you know what i mean if we're actually talking to each other and working with each other and protecting each other as a big communal unit it's like a whole other ball game i'm down with the tribe thing yeah i don't know how you could do it now though you'd have to like fucking people in the world and we're just so used to being in this isolated existence well it would just be small groups like you you let your friends watch your kids and you all hang out together and you all learn from each other and grow from each other and i guess i guess that's kind of what they were doing at synanon maybe i don't really know but i know there was families there no they were they called it the hatchery and that's when people started to split because it went too heavy down yeah, cold some lane, weird shit. It <laughs> yeah. fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it went too... Uh, yeah, because there needs to be, like... It needs to be more chill. Yeah. And But, like, why does, like, humanity working together have to be a cult? Why can't it just be humanity working together? What are they working towards? Common cause of just, you know, being kind and loving. Yeah, there's through, tribes that do that. There's yeah. tribes that, like, where, uh, like, multiple men have sex with the same women, same woman... And then, like, they believe that each of their seed being implanted in the woman gives them, like, a piece. Like, it's all of our child's. Hmm. Like, four different guys will raise. Like, one woman will have four husbands, basically. Like, that's actually, like, a cultural thing, you Hmm. know? Like, in some tribalistic cultures. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. No and will that mix too? Like one of the dudes with, is, with those four will be with another four of this woman, and then it'll be like this big patch, like this weaved together. Yes, yeah, collectivist cultures. Of, huh. 
trip yeah i've actually like that's the probably the best thing when i was in school going to call like taking cultural anthropology is like like just what essentially our ideas of even like manhood are are so relative like Mm -hmm. to our own environment like there's a tribe this is going to sound super gnarly and people will probably trip out on it but there's a tribe where for boys to become men they have to go in this hut and drink the semen of all the elders and like that's you're not a man until you drink another man's semen. And there's like still, that's the way you happen. You can't even have sex because if you actually have sex, they have essentially, um, I guess, I don't want to say folklore. It's not folklore. It's whatever their philosophy is, is that if you have sex before that happens, like the woman will take your soul. Crazy. Like your, the, your essence, your power. Maybe it's not soul. I don't know how. But I remember when I was in cultural anthropology, like, just look at shit you're like oh it's like and then what's crazy is like when people get in the culture especially right now it's such a weird thing because like well which culture are we talking about which culture is the dominant culture is it punk rock culture is it sober culture is it american culture I mean, who knows? But no like, one knows. dominant where in the West or no? Like for each individual, like what would you say the dominant culture you're a part of? Is it sober culture? Oh. Is it DJing culture? Is it LA culture? I don't think I'm a part of any of it. You are, whether you that you are, no matter what, you're part of recovery culture. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't say that though. You wouldn't say that, but you are. Whether you would say that or not, because you're identified by the culture as being a part of the culture. Right. Like when it, they say ma- not making a choice is making a choice, like there's no way out of it. You're going to get lumped somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I guess I don't see myself like that, though. So where do you think you fit? I'm just a human. I'm just Michaela's fucking. <laughs> what? i'm not dogging you on it no i know that just is that's your philosophy i know i know that for sure but well because like i know the recovery culture and i don't want to be identified with. well i just am not that though because the culture i feel like is not it's been diluted you know so i don't really associate myself with like any particular group you know yeah i'm just like you associate yourself with AA? Sort of. But, like, I associate myself with, like, it's going to sound really bad, but I don't give a fuck. I associate myself with being the light of God. Yeah. That's what I associate myself. Okay. You know? That's the truth. The light of God has to be able to weave between cultures. Totally, because like, if my purpose is just to like be the blessing to whatever moments in front of me, and like, I don't belong anywhere. I'm everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you identify as? A meat popsicle. <laughs> meat popsicle. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that today. I like that. I wrote it. Whatever. But your heart is not frigid, my friend. You're warm. Yeah. Meat puppet. Wait, you you said something about you you quoted something about this today. Michaelis? About what? Oh, uh, you said, how do you identify? You said as someone with a healthy diet and discipline. Oh, that was a joke. Someone right. said that on the, they asked me, uh, no, no, they were like having a conversation about me and they said my ethnicity is like healthy diet and consistent exercise or some shit. Oh, so 
Yeah, it was Brian. Brian David was like talking to somebody. He was talking to you, wasn't he? I don't know. I feel what? like he was. I feel like he was having a conversation with you. Where, where, where? How, how did you see this? Because he know. posted a conversation on Instagram. Today. Oh, it's such a hard thing to live up to. I did a gnarly workout this morning and couldn't imagine doing that shit every day. It was horrendous. Mm. So horrible. I do one every day, but it's not ones. like that gnarly. This was yeah. horrible, dude. Yeah, I just didn't stop for thirty-five minutes, and I was like crying. No, I made it. <laughs> Have you heard of core power? Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, God, yoga's become big. That's crazy. I feel like I could like. I feel like I knew. I knew that. Vetus. I love Vetus. Vetus is the man. He's my first sponsee. I love Vetus. We were in jail together. That's how we met. Yeah, Vetus is the deal, the real deal. That yoga class will bust your ass. Bro, he man. was a code-breaking mathematician, dude, and professor. Who, who is like, this? That dude is so... A genius. So smart. Yeah, he's a genius. Yeah, he's awesome. He plays chess all the time. Yeah, he's cute he's little kid. hilarious. He's super hilarious. He's a giant dick. Shout out to, Michaela, uh, to Vetus. Yeah. So what, what does he do? He's a yoga instructor and uh, genius. <laughs> we were on our way to speak at the jail for the first time. Like we got invited back to speak at jail, and uh, he came to pick me up at my apartment. Hold on, let's let's should we should we fucking put you on a? Fucking... I'm going to tell an inappropriate story, so you probably shouldn't. Okay, right? Oh, no, that's, those are the best ones. Get it. So anyway, Vetus, like, Vetus might get not like that. No, he Go might on. not like it. So anyway, he like comes over to my house, whatever, and i'm like getting ready and not paying attention he's like waiting in the doorway he's like hey michaelis what time it is time is it you want to see my new watch and i like looked over and he literally has his dick like wrapped around his wrist i mean it was just like ridiculous and i was Damn. like you fucker really yeah it was great i so mean all the, the girls used to go to his yoga class just to like hang yes. out with that so uh so he did a yoga class where it was it at Santa Santa Power, still there right? Yeah. I just did it like two days. So, he's legit though. Like okay, he's a great. Vetus. Yeah, he's grown a lot. One hundred percent. He's a like, new man. He was like you. Totally. He really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's awesome. I love him. Yeah. So do I. What's his yeah. heritage? What? Um, Vetus is. What is what? Heritage. Lithuanian. Lithuanian. He knows. Yeah. His dad actually translated the big Lithuania. book into Lithuanian. Is that Europe? Is that Eastern Europe? Lithuania? Where is that? It's, um... Yeah, Eastern Europe. It's Eastern yeah. Europe. It's up by Prague, I think, and all that shit. Totally. I'm just making shit up, though. But I'm pretty oh, sure it is. It sounds good. I think it's up by Prague. I'm gonna look now. Because now it's bothering me. Vitas. Yeah, that sounds it's like... It's Poland. Yeah. Actually, I think. It might even touch Poland. So did you go in the water much in Bali? In the beginning I did, but then I just stopped having time for it just because I was working so much over there, DJing, and I just, oh. yeah, I was tired. So you, that's what you, that's been your main income till now? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like tourists mostly or local people? For clubs? I guess wherever you're Yeah, DJing. I mean, it's a mix for sure. It's like tourists, expats, and locals. Yeah, so is there a lot of those there? Yeah, totally. I mean, oh. it depends on what areas, but like... Expatriates. Chengu. What does Sanur, that mean? That means it they've, they've left. Renounced. I was an expat when I was living there, taking up residency in a country that's not your own. Oh, okay. So what, is it, oh, what does it stand for? Expatriate. Oh. Yeah. 
So hmm. I, I, I imagine like your dollar goes a lot further there. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. Is there a real drug and alcohol problem there? Yes. One hundred percent. What kind of drug? Lots of ice. A lot of ice. But are they, it's are funny. Are they making it there or shipping it in? I'm sure they make it there. Because I talked to someone about Bali and they said it was a sad, sad place for the locals because there's no opportunity. And like, and they kept the people in the 50s like there was no internet. Does that ring a bell at all? Like, No, you sound like you're talking about Cuba. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that was talking about. Um, well, there's several islands though. Right? Yeah, there's lots. It's definitely not like the 50s there at all. It's definitely 2021 totally. for sure. Oh. And uh, I mean, sniffing boat resin, like the kids were sniffing boat resin or something. I mean, if you lived on an island and you were a kid and you didn't have much to do, you'd be fucking sniffing weird shit and fucking people. That's all you would be doing, right? Fucking if I could, but I would definitely be sniffing (laughs) resin. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's interesting. Like the Balinese people really take care of each other. You know, in terms of family, the villages, like those kids always have a place to go back to. They're not really like struggling like a lot of the other islands who send people over to Bali to make money to send back to the families. Like uh, they're the ones so who the are really. smaller islands, like, yeah. Or right. even the bigger islands. Bali's not that big. Oh, really? Java's huge. Sorry. It's tiny. Yeah. So Bali's kind of, is, they're balling in Bali, basically. And then they're, <laughs> and. Yeah, a lot of people go to Jakarta or Bali to like make dough. But there's definitely other places that are like coming up for sure. You know, I think Flores is supposed to be the next Bali. Where? Uh, Flores. I don't know. It's where they have the pink beach. I feel like it's near the Komodo Island. Like, I could be totally off, but it's beautiful there. But you know what's really kind of messed up is like, um, the Balinese definitely have shitty wages. Like Indonesians, like the foreigners came in there and just like, I feel like they've really taken advantage of them in terms of like how much they get paid per month. And um, that's messed up, I think. They make it work, you know, and they... But isn't that standard everywhere that happens the same? Um, standard practice, you get the most you can for what... For the, yeah, it's the rationale of business, which capitalism. basically means to fuck people over and mm. call it business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or mm. even if you're just a, a person that needs a gardener, you're going to fuck that person too, most likely. Yeah, I'm mean, not yeah. saying you, but yeah, just in that. general. I mean, I've had people try to fuck me. Let's do it if they can. You, just, you, you guys are just saying basically try to get whatever it is you're getting for as cheap as yeah, possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a trip. It's so weird how different people have different ways of looking at everything. I just keep thinking about like my, um, you know, my uh, parents, dude. They're like, it's just whatever, get the best deal you can. It's like, wait, that person deserves, we should give that guy, I mean, he's... Like sometimes I'll just the guy that washes our car at my house. He comes to my house. He washes the car for like thirty bucks or something or twenty bucks. And I'm like, dude, here's surprised. forty, bro. Like here's fifty. Like it's not like it's like you. That's what you deserve. 
Yeah, why does he do it so cheap? I don't. And I then, think then, then you more. have like my dad who'd be like, "Hey, look, how can we get it for ten this time?" It's like, <laughs> we, why? Why are we trying to like? Yeah, it's crazy. Get was a he deal. joking or was he actually serious? He was just testing him to see what. I'm just saying. Your dad's just funny like that. Yeah. Though. Well, yeah. I'm just saying the mentality of that generation or just like hustlers or it's not even that generation bro when i moved to bali i remember like going to a lunch with a bunch of people and um like we just finished our lunch and i like left like two hundred thousand, which is like like a 20 dollar tip or whatever you know or yeah like 20 bucks or something and some dude like yelled across the table like don't ruin it for the rest of us and he was like a youngster like, mm. that was his attitude like don't tip these people yeah and i was just like mm. no bro these people are making like a hundred to three hundred dollars on a good day per month and like i'm not gonna give them a tip so they can like you know eat a little it's extra crazy. it's so nuts to me so yeah i mean i'm not a fan of that at all well what happens because i remember starting my business and not knowing what to charge and coming from really you know welfare basically i struggle with that shit and I would struggle over 10 bucks. Should I try to get $10 more and all this? Finally, I got to this point. I just fucking don't give a fuck. I don't care if I live in a fucking box. This is what I want. I'm going to do the fucking really good job. You're a fucking millionaire. You live on Broad Beach. And you own a building in Beverly Hills. You can fucking pay me or fuck off. Right. And then they paid me. And they stopped fucking with me. But because you can't, I can't live. I can't continue to do the work I do if I don't make enough money to survive. Totally. Yeah, well, and if you don't believe you're worth that, why should they? That's the truth. It was right. number one thing. That's, I was the hard, like, that's the hard part. I remember yeah. how afraid I was because I like knew the whole time when I was running fucking Ethos, I should have just been charging families fucking three months because it was better for the guys because families get manipulated and shit like that. And I was so fucking afraid. The best decision I ever made. Yeah, it's awesome. Best decision I ever made, hands down. Because of you, we've actually gotten one. Yeah, I mean, it's because the families are bought in. You know what I mean? They're they're vested in the process. They're like... Have we seen his family? Josh's family? Josh came from Chris? No, no he's just saying he's just... Because he told me that, oh, we started trying okay, cool. to do that. It's really hard. Yeah, we met Josh's family. Yeah, it's really that hard. Family? It's really yeah. hard, but when you know like when you're talking to families and i'm not like i don't sugarcoat it i'm like straight up like if your kid leaves you're gonna have to hold the boundary with them because we're not gonna refund him because part of it is a family systems issue and your guys buy in every time your kid doesn't want to do fucking work he's gonna walk out and go to a less structured place and go to a less structured place and these guys are fucking cliff jumping paintballing shit like that and then they get caught in some lie and they're like, I hate the it here. Bullshit. It's miserable. Like, fucking this place sucks. Like, this, we just had a dude. I had to go pick this guy up from the airport. He fucking, the day before, caught in all these crazy ass lies. He's like embezzling money from his grandmother. Like, really fucked up shit. Like, I robbed people. I never stole shit from my family. You know what I mean? I just have, like, my own personal judgment about mm-hmm. that shit is like, dude, mm-hmm. fuck off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and he got caught in a lie. He was fucking off. 
um, at his outpatient program and manipulating. It turns out the night before we got him in the house meeting, he got a phone dropped in the backyard. This fool bounced out at two o'clock in the morning and got on a flight to Kansas City, bro. Damn. <laughs> what? In, in less than 12, in less than like eight hours, he was in Kansas City. It's amazing. And the family's actually done phenomenal. Like, been honestly great. He's on the streets right now. I picked him up this morning. I was like, dude, like, I love us. You gotta, like, wait, he's back. Out. He left and now he's back. He came and then he was like, and then we searched him because he turned in and he had a phone like in a second layer. Of oh, hold on pants. a second. He went to Kansas City. They told him then, to turn the fuck around. And then he came back. Uh huh. But then, like, I was like, dude, just get honest. And he's like, all right, fuck it. I got nothing to lose. He's like, I have, I have all this money in a cash app. I've given, I, I pulled all of it out when I went out to Kansas City. I gave it, I dispersed it amongst my friends in case it doesn't work out at the house. Like the kids, eighteen years old. He's a genius, bro. Wow. I really like him too, bro. Yes, yeah, like, he's awesome. Like, he's like, like I really do like him, but yeah. he's just fucking gangster, bro. I was like, I told him, I was like, check it out, because his mom's like, oh. Yeah, you just need to go back for like eight weeks. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, dude, they're just telling you that shit. You know what this is, bro. Like, let's just keep it real. If we're going to be real with each other, you know what it is. You know that that's actually not enough for you to get better anyways. Right. You know? And because I'm just straight with him, he's like, he got honest. Yeah, and he totally. did get honest, bro. I, I believe, I still don't think he's fully honest. I think there's extra layers to it. But he didn't need to tell me he dispersed all that money to all those fucking people. Right, and he was right. like, he took, a, he took a little leap of faith, which... It's a big deal, right? But it's that type of shit where it's like, dude, like, what are you working with? I was like, dude, just roll. I was like, dude, you got your homies out there, dude. I was like, really, like, the only reason you're in this position is, like, you're subjugated to this because your family's paying your way. And if, like, you want that, like, dude, make it happen, bro. You'll feel good. You'll fuck up your relationship with them for a few years. You can pick her up. She'll love it if you want to. to. Yeah, she's great. She is great. She's, she's like, like the my, best dog. She's like, I love She's her. like, I think one of my, what, is that a Frenchie? Yeah. That's like my favorite. She's 10 years old. Frenchie I've be. ever seen. Um, a lot of times those dogs are like, kind of like. Annoying. Fucked up in the face. Yeah. yeah or whatever. She's um, awesome. Yeah. She's got like a nice, like balance of like, I don't know. Good energy. Yeah. But like, she doesn't seem like her breathing is fucked up. She's not. A lot of those dogs, they're the more, it's really kind of fucked up. Like those dogs are not like normal, like humans like created that because we think that looks cute, but it's so like, not like a functional, like the, <laughs> the way their faces are. is just like, they like have a lot of health problems. I, I from what I've heard, because they like, can't breathe right but that one's like less fucked off yeah <laughs> it's really i like is it great what's her name again? Pippi. Pippi. she's rad how old is she 10 wow you've had her for 10 years Gigi's had her for 10 years mm. and how long have you been with Gigi? three years wow see so now you now that's like your dog Pretty much. Also. CG's out of town, so Pip rolls with me everywhere. So right you now. love that dog. I do love that dog. That animal's the shit. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It just, what a struggle every individual goes through to hopefully get sober but well, it's not just sober it's get better it's well, not, not just abstinent not all of them from my experience which is limited i think 
from what I've seen, some of them are further along than others. Some of them are sure. further, like, that's funny. Yeah. We were kind of talking about this before you got here. I kind of wanted to hear what you had to say about this. Actually, you know what? How the fuck do you get someone to work who doesn't want to work? Um, How do you light a fire? So we have this guy. He's, he was homeless for two years. He's been in the house for two months. It's time for him to start working. He needs to start get, making a little bit of money. Um, and he doesn't want to do this job. He doesn't want to wash dishes. Well, There's, I don't blame anybody. That job sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The, like, fucking did it. <laughs> it's what? What do you, you want to fucking be on the streets? He does. Dude, dude he homeless, would rather be on the streets. Dude, people who've been on the streets, they're the hardest human beings to get sober because, like, that's always like your leverage with a lot of people. Is a lot of times you like, think if you want to. Their parents are like literally spent. It's like, dude, you can go hit the streets, and they're like. They're just not equipped for it. Do, do People think, who are equipped for it, it's gnarly. Do you think it's unhealthy for the house to hear someone like that who's who's been homeless and is okay with it? Do you think that's toxic? I for sure at a certain point it's like you gotta shit or get off the pot, bro. Like there's no question about that. How long right. has he been sober though? Two months. I don't even let, let the, I mean, most guys at Ethos don't work like I'd say average is four months, bro. Well yeah, but you ha- you don't have someone like this. I have a question. I, I do have. No, what I'm saying is like, there's no. He. He's, I know. I know. I do have people like that. Remember, uh, I was scholarship the whole time throughout Access. I got people in there for free, zero dollars. Really? And you wouldn't let him work if, even if that was. I didn't. I, he fucking he left at a year, and then I scholarshiped him a whole fucking another year. I let him come back. He was working. He was holding down a job. He was paying like I don't know eight hundred bucks, a thousand dollars a month. Then he went out, and I was like, cool. You know, do you not think Joseph's ready to work? You're asking me? Yeah. I mean, no. Just because he hasn't done anything. That was mine. For his, I was like, going to jump on that. Sobriety at all. You know what I mean? Doesn't have a sponsor, really. Hasn't worked any steps. Like, he's just been lazy across the board. So if he can't even, like, do that stuff, which is, like, the simple shit, how do we expect him to show up for a job? Okay, so if someone like that's not even doing those basic things, how long do you just let him chill? I usually go, like, I'd say four months. You know, you can rock it out for four months and uh, see what happens, you know? Get him, get him on his feet. Because then you... because then you, That's you, funny. This guy might have just saved Joseph's life tonight. Yeah. The four truth is... is solid, but the though. truth is, is, like... What do you expect? He's been living like a vigilante for fucking however much time. You know what I mean? Two so, years. like, of, dude, it's extremely, it's a different type of, it's like, I think it's easier in my position to be like, fuck are you tripping on, bro? Like, you want money, you don't want to have to, like, deal with this shit, but it's a stressor, bro. Like, having to support yourself is a real world stressor. We're just all relatively desensitized to in some way like i was listening to this jordan peterson shit and he was like he's like oh yeah like you know uh anxiety disorders are like running rampant and stuff like that and he goes it's actually amazing that it's not worse right and they're like what are you talking about he's like well you have to think about it is that we're literally born into existence knowing we're going to die like that that's that's like you're we're here like tonight i don't know i have an aneurysm tonight by a car tomorrow like we're gonna die and he's like he's like the fact that we're not like i mean there are people who have like you know thought disorders and shit who like really get stuck on that but like 
just like the fact that like we have evolved brains to just like oh let's just put that to the wayside like just keep moving hunt gather whatever the fuck it is he's like actually make pretty plans. crazy huh make plans with make, people uh-huh you know what I mean? Like literally every time you make a plan with anybody, yourself or whatever, you're acting in faith. Because mm-hmm. you never know. What's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's yeah. going to happen? And then that's not even to mention all the fear and stress about the hunting and the gathering. Totally. That shit is scary. That's the biggest stressor. I still fantasize about living homeless. So the point you're making is it's a miracle that these people aren't, that we're not all ridden, yeah, riddled with you know anxiety. What? Like honestly, dude. I feel like the hunter and gatherers had it easier because I heard they did. I've heard because of like the stress of doing that, but like it launches you into the moment. Right. So we have so much time on our hands just to think. And that's what fucks us up so much is because we like live these sedentary lives where we're not really doing shit. But what I'm comparing that to like our version of that, which is like work finances, mortgage. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just using that as an example. How much better would it be if you were fishing or gathering or something well it this is still would be stressful i think the point chris is making is that it's a it's a wonder that we're not all riddled with anxiety yeah. considering well, no we're gonna all die. this shit i have compassion for where he's at like Same. looking at him like i just go like actually when we were sitting in that house meeting and you hit him with the step shit like the main reason we like with us why people don't work is their fourth step isn't like fully completed and written out as soon as the written labor of that is done then they can go do that also just side note it probably doesn't need to be on the podcast but it is chrysalis is a free program that does like job training and stuff that you should put people through and it's all online they do right. resume building come on down what's up marketing is pip I oh like this is name. your tour yeah you can skip it tonight pip yeah yeah, yeah you can better of course so that's cool. Hey, no. So that's because you got that good, big old good thing one in to your adopt. hand. Four months. He get him in his steps now. It's because you have that in your hand. Pip. Tell her, Pip. Tell her. Sorry. I'm just saying that's probably good. That's a, that's a solid amount of time to give someone a chance. And you know, four months is a long time, really. How long has he been on the streets? Two years, but I mean, two years in Venice. But he's definitely like. Not ever held a job for longer than well, his longest job was two years, and that was forever ago for Habitat for Humanity. That's like twenty years ago, but like everything's been like a month. So what's the date? Pervasive. It's he got here on the six seven twenty one. Ten seven. Wait, what? No, he got here on six seven. What's the date? Ten seven. Oh. Yeah, ten seven. That's four months. No, but I'm saying like, how long has he been here? Three months, a little so, over. So he's been here over three months already, bro. But he hasn't done the work though. And but he, I'm saying he, it's like it's like it's we've been trying to get him to do the work. Okay, so now here we are. We're approaching four months. No steps. No work. No initiative. No nothing. Now what? It's funny. It has almost been four months. He's just fucking up there lying about how long he's been here. I just did the math. It's on the fucking board, bro. Gotta figure out what you want to do with them. Well, I have been. I've been saying a job by the end of the week, or you got to go, bro. I've been saying that for weeks. It kills me though. It's like so hard, dude. Yeah. It's funny. We don't really have a lot of people leaving. Considering what I thought it 
what like right. at least what Prosser would say it would it was like at Liberty. I mean, we had a couple. Yeah. We, we've had people leave, but I thought the turnover would be more. All no, these people are gnarly, bro. I know. It's just a totally different, totally different mindset, bro. It's so hard, and there's not a lot to work with. Right. I need a lot of time. Lot you of saw time. like how like anxious he was getting at dinner. Like that anger was really just like so much fear. Right. You know what I mean? Like I really felt for him. Actually, you could hear it in his voice. He was just like what really we, stressed. What do we do, bro? I think it's just going to take more time. But again, that's like up to you. What are you doing on Thursday? You want to help us out with that? Um, if I'm here. Yeah, we'll we're going to get into him. Try to figure out a way to. I feel like I derail shit here, bro. Like, I don't think bit, so. Sometimes. Um, no, I have a dinner I'm going to be at. What do you mean? The last thing I derailed. Let me hit that when you're done. You derailed it. Like what how? do you mean derail? What, what does that mean? Like... Pat's going this way, and then I'm like, <laughs> Pat knows. See, he's laughing. Yeah, and that's a, not a good thing. Well, that just happened. Um, well, oh, no, sorry. Well, no, that that that, that just happened last time because we were talking about like a weird one with like the girls, and you don't have a co-ed house, so the co-ed thing is like it's a trip, and like we have a female, like. Like Danielle can like their sponsor and Danielle can be a female shoulder for them to lean on. Did Woody she, do that? What? what? <laughs> Did Woody do that thing I gave him? Oh, he's like willing. What do you mean? What thing that you gave him? I gave him the sheet. Oh, what right. Sheet? To find the rolls. Oh. Yeah. He, he just. I thought you were talking about the class that I sent him. Yeah, you should and probably then, do that, too. Oh, that smells like, like syrup. Strawberry sent that. We did it. Billy, ask some questions. Oh, I got to pee after you. Questions? Ah, man. I don't... Ask me a question. Oh, sorry, Michaelis. It's cool. No. It's you got a question for Billy? What are your passions? I like outside of recovery nature like backpacking like backpacking just the awe of life and the multitude of microscopic to macro and just how it's all in a goldilocks zone and it's just fucking mystifying and fantastic to me that's rock dope. formations and all of it do you go up in like backcountry eastern sierra i haven't in shit? a while but yeah it's my favorite yeah same I but but it, I mean, last time I went was like a week, and and it was a big snow year. There was what everything was flowing, all the waterfalls and even waterfalls so that aren't great. normally there. We slept on ice. It was crazy. So yeah. great when you do that shit. Have you done that yet, Michaelis? Not yet. We got to get you up. I got a bunch of packs for the sober living. Cool. I'm done. It's so great getting people out there. It's yeah, like, once you get through the crowds too, and you kind of start getting up in there. It's, there's no one. There's nobody. There's else fucking there. nobody. Where is yeah. this? In the backcountry, he's right here, Eastern Sierras. We have like some of the best wilderness terrain. Like the the most, we have the highest density of 14ers, which is 14,000 foot mountains um, in, I think, the Pacific Northwest. Wow. I'm pretty sure there's like 12 of them or something. It's like something crazy. I love that stuff. I'm totally down to do it. I'd be 
Stoked. It just sucks right now because the fucking snow. It's not good when there's like not a good snow year mm. because it's not flowing. It's kind of barren. And nah, mm-hmm. it's still beautiful. Fuck all that. It actually is. It's still beautiful up there because there's snow capped. There's these random lakes. You can go up there and fly fish. Even if you don't know how to fly fish, you can literally just because the fish are dumb up there. You just drop it in and just hit. It's like one of the coolest things. It's all catch and release anyway. And, and so. just the, just the little like, lakes are so yeah. pretty. They're so like Where? you can see the bottom in the Sierras up in the higher country and the back country and stuff. I can't do catch and release, man. Even if you do fly fishing. It's yeah, so awesome. I just feel bad about like literally launching a metal rod <laughs> through an animal's mouth and then like putting it back where you found it just <laughs> yeah. for the sake of to feed your own ego. Like that just seems weird to me. I can't do that shit. Sorry. I you don't have to. I yeah, mean, I know. You can just enjoy. Yeah. Bro, I'm like right there with you on that one. I'm weird about it's, that. It's yeah. weird. I can, like I see people hunting, and I just I'm like, dude, that's Attack. so. I'm like, that's so gnarly. You're just gonna kill this. No, you deer. don't kill it. You put it back. No, the deer. When you're I'm all hunting. about that. Yeah, no, I'm all about that. <laughs> like, shit. you know what? That's so funny that he has like real feelings surrounding that. No, I feel like that's way more sustainable than stop eating meat if you feel that way. No, I'm saying he has feelings around hurting animals, like in a I, real I way. I have feelings around hurting people too. No, I know, but like I, I feel like anybody. yeah, but I feel like maybe you have more compassion for animals. Maybe no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, we're all animals. Think about I how I treat everybody. No, I know. I'm not saying you're not amazing and you're not a caring person. I'm saying like like when someone dies, like you're just like, yeah, he was an addict. Yeah, but I didn't kill him. I'm saying like I don't want to. No, but if you saw like if Tullus was like a dog, right? And you saw him die. I feel like he'd be like really really sad. Well, I mean, I've had like three dogs and like two cats die in Bali. It's but I'm saying it's easier to be compassionate towards animals cuz they're like innocent. It is easier. My parents died, everyone close all of my people died. They've it's just crazy died. that you 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 don't even want to go fishing cuz it's like I don't want to just live like that, bro. Like I'm I'm with you. I feel I would feel bad for the fish. Yeah, I want to like just live like Fuck full those fish. Like, I want to step- okay. go hunt. That's different. I want to go hunt. If if that was how I was living, yeah, if you're sustaining yourself, yes, like, that's, that's what I want to do. That's a whole I want to go thing. do like two or three big hunts a year. Get a giant freezer, and the only meat I eat is shit that I killed, bro. That's like that's a life goal of mine because, dude, it's a different. Caleb, did you you check have a different, a different, just, different respect. Yeah, you know, totally different respect for it. And it's also like a lot of those dudes who are like real OG hunters who do that. They like, they like vank the animal. Like it's, there's like usually like some, even like real hunters, there's a certain like ceremony. For sure. Like thank you for fucking giving us this meal. And now we're going to pack out 400 pounds each and leave the rest of it for nature to cry a little Run bit its course yeah it's just like the trophy stuff that i'm just oh, not, i can't stand this i shit. can't do that i just Girl, want to yeah. shoot everyone and everything i see <laughs> especially that's tonight. very dangerous <laughs> it's funny i'm kidding no i know uh, i mean sometimes i do what i mean i don't know Depends if i want to shoot in the old people. West, maybe. i don't know there's only like one human being i can think of on the planet i truly detest who's that would never utter his name Oh, uh, it's not like Trump or something. Oh, uh, no, I don't even Is care. Is it family? No. No. Michaelis has heard enough of this one. 
Oh, yeah. You really hate somebody, huh? I don't know about hate. I just, I'm past that? the hate phase of it. I'm just like, just don't want to be around him. He's a shit human. I don't have to be. That was the freedom. I'm like, why am I tripping on this? But he definitely, like, someone brings that full up. Like, mm. uh, I was over at Awakening today. And dropped them off. I went to go see those dudes. and uh, Dropped who off? I dropped off some masks for them. Oh. Uh, but Man, I just don't like them. Like, I've never been there. Okay. It's a great place. I've never seen the house. Great. Beautiful. I wonder if I'd, if I'd be allowed to see the house or if I'm like a... You don't really know. don't know. Is that Rob Young? Huh? Rob Young? I don't know. Okay. No, I only know David over there and uh, my boy Greg. I love those guys, bro. Cool. Good I've people. met some people from over there. Is Rob, is Rob Young the dude there? Pip. Yeah, he yeah he is right. Oh wait, David Gelber or, Ro- or Gelber? Greg Gelber, yeah. That's your boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's my boy too. Or I at love least Greg. I grew up with his sister. I love Greg. He knows me. Greg's I don't. Really, I don't know Rob. Human. I don't know Rob McAllis. He was a graduate of Liberty House, but I don't know. I fucking love he Greg has to do Gelber, with Awakenings. Is he like nice? Greg is very nice to me. So, so you wouldn't care if he wasn't nice to other people. I think everyone has people in their life. I don't think he's not nice to other people. I've never heard of it would say a disparaging thing about Greg. Well, I'm not going to say anything disparaging, but I ran into him at a mutual friend's wedding and his energy was like very like cold and like, I don't know, maybe I don't know if standoffish is the right word, but it was definitely like maybe some of that was me like just thinking that, he was judging me maybe and he was just being no he's like is he just like he doesn't like pretend like he's excited to meet you or like he's not he's like very kind of like 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 um he doesn't show a lot of emotions uh i don't that's like kind of a weird conversation i don't know like when i'm around greg he's just like a dude. Yeah, like, but that's like, what I'm saying. You have like facial expressions. Yeah, non verbally, I can't speak to that's your experience with Greg has never been anything but like welcoming to me. And like, yeah, it's just he's, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. But see, that's what I'm saying is I feel like that, that kind of like that kind of bugs a little bit because you're like a guy that like has another sober living that he respects that he knows that's been vetted. And like he ran into me and he probably had like. I don't like when people oh, show certain oh, Bobby people. Daly. Let me see that Bobby Daly's face. Oh, Ken Mariosh? Oh, it's all these dudes. Jonathan Aubrey. Uh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, let me see. I, I got to see because I don't. So this is, uh, that's Bobby Daly. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. He looks so much different now, dude. Dude. And then Ken Mariosh and then John Aubrey. I love Aubrey. Ken too. Ken's He's full funny. of shit. John Aubrey's funny too. Yeah, I remember all those guys. They were all like in the house when I went there the second time, like when I had six and a half years. I love Ken. Love David. Dude, I know Bobby Daly. That's like I remember this fool. Yeah. I was like coming around the house, I feel like. Hmm? So that's like the guy. I don't know. I don't know any of them. I only know David, Greg, Ken. That's funny. I, I, I have questions a lot. That's all I know. Yeah, totally. 
They're good people. Yeah, they're all good guys. Yeah, until they're they till they don't like you. Yeah, they just don't know you, dude. Well, I, I'm not even saying that they're not that they don't like me. I don't even know. But that's the what you're insinuating. That's what you inferred. You totally did. Yeah. Well, but I'm not saying that. Are we I'm answering? Just... Are we answering the part in the um, uh, oh, podcast boy. where we have to group that? <laughs> <laughs> so it always ends, I feel like it always ends like that, right? It's so good, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, I just want to be accepted. <laughs> And we all do. We all yeah. do. That's funny. We all do. What's your question, Billy? Just can you talk no, into it, the mic? It's not. It's not a question. I just thought of something. I'll ask somebody questions endlessly. No one ever asks me a question. It's yeah. interesting. Like no one gives a fuck. Why do I care? Well, no. It's um, like a natural curiosity or something. Well, I guess I have. That's not necessarily true. Like we, we talk about. Well, okay, that's harsh. Yeah. But I, I like I'm the inquisitor. That's, or I don't know why I am that way. That's but. funny, though. Like, I was just thinking, Chris doesn't know you, and you just said, ask me a question. And I was kind of excited to see Oh, what, I did answer it, and then we got in the backpack. And then I thought, to, I thought for a second, like, this is, like, my sponsor. Like, I asked him to be my sponsor when I hit a bottom in sobriety, like, six years sober. I was fucked up. I found prime time. Heard him share, and there was something about his share. And one time, someone called me out on it and said, "You picked like the perfect sponsor that will just not call you, or that will just be like submissive, where so I can be like the leader in the sponsor sponsor." Someone who was that that was calling me out on that? Remember that podcast? Was it a Liberty House person? No, it was a podcast that we were doing. It's it's come up. I might have even been Veronica or something. No. Do you remember? DDA, Jason. Yeah, DDA. DDA? Probably DDA. And like there was someone else on the podcast. Is he confrontational like that? No. Nobody really. When you get on this podcast, it right. sort of starts to become like a more real well, version we of hear like, that. Like, I we want to get into some shit here. Like we're getting into it. That's what we're trying to do here is like go deeper and not just be like, hey, like, how's the weather? Like, we want to get into some uncomfortable conversations yeah, on this podcast. There's some dynamic there, but I think that our relationship was—it's changed a lot lately. But it was helpful to both of us it for was. a long time. It was, and I think that that was—I mean, I, I'm curious what you think, but I think that that wasn't necessarily true. I, I think that you—but that mean it doesn't have to be a negative thing either. It could be a better flow, right? If you're bumping heads with somebody. You're not getting information. Right. I don't know. There's a lot of ways to think about it, but yeah. yeah I like it. Who just said had, that? I want to know who said that. You had something I wanted, which was like a calm, humble energy, and I've always encouraged you to like tell me the truth, and you have told me some uncomfortable things about myself. Like what? <laughs> um, like I'm like wasteful. Remember all that stuff about like I just saw I, I Veronica pretty, telling you that today. I was pretty harsh in the beginning. Like I'm 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 yelling, not telling. I don't know. You tell you tell them the things you've told me. You said it on this podcast. Like, what are my issues? Like, you know. Well, validation's huge. That's like way up there. I mean, you were just talking about it. Like, you want these all these people, and when they don't, you get fucking. You can see it in your face mm-hmm. right away. Um, I mean, 
you know, you're, this becomes opinion and not really like sponsorship. But yeah, I, I can't fucking stand all the trash that we make every day. I don't know where it all goes. So if you're not, <laughs> if you don't recycle or at least give a shit, like I watch Wickham and every meal he eats comes to the door in a packaging. There's more packaging around the food than there is food. He does that three or four times a day. There's fucking millions of people doing that. Does anyone give a fuck that we live on this planet and we're, where's all the trash going? Yeah. So that's a, a personal pet peeve. Yeah. Well, my wife's my wife's helping me with that. Oh, really? Forcing me to like do focus on that. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you you, you are aggressive sometimes. You know, like you, but I've come to. I mean, you got some pride and fucking ego. I yeah. mean, it's obvious, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think about that? What, what part? Hit him as a sponsor choice. I don't really know him that well. Yeah. Every time I see him, though, he's pretty cool. Well, that's the point. He's the coolest. He's the chillest. No, now I've, I'm, I've. There's someone more cool and more chill. <laughs> well, but 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 he also has like a very stern thing about him. Also, that's, you know, that's the difference. You know. Yeah, as long as you have someone to check you, especially in your position, it's very important. Well, that's, I feel like, more so, like, why I like having you guys around. Because, you Yeah, we're willing to... You know this, also, you know this world um, better, you know. But I don't think any of this stuff, when we're challenging any of those aspects with you, really has much... I think it's not necessarily a this world issue. It's more of your ego's entanglement with your brand and where where does where does pat's where does pat's brand start and like pat where's pat though you know it's like it's like and this is like the thing we talked about on the last podcast is like well yeah there's an aspect of what you're doing that is like almost theatrical you know like some of like the shit like you'll film or whatever it's like there's an aspect of it that that's what the brand is, but which part of that is actually who Pat is. And th- those are the things where you get like haters, right? Because no one knows which part's Pat or which part's the brand. It's, and which it's, part's learning to lose. It's all which the, part's Graceland. It's all the same. There is no... No, that's not true. Or at least uh, I'll push back on that a little or bit. Or at least that's what I'm trying to... I'm not trying to have any kind of different... But that's not what you said in the last podcast. You did state, you actually verbatim, well, I don't want to say verbatim, but close to verbatim, was like you intentionally post stuff at times that is a little provocative. Right, but it's still like real stuff. Yeah, but your intention still... for doing it is not driven from a place where you're trying to uh, just put who you are out into the ether. You're trying to put the brand of who Pat ridge is out into the ether you know Mm. would you be doing that necessarily if there wasn't a fucking massive audience bro you know well i think if if i wasn't at all driven by results or numbers i would just sit and just talk you're a human being motivation 100 percent. like what you do and what michaelis does yeah i mean i think i would still talk to veronica but I don't, I don't. You definitely wouldn't fucking post Veronica on the floor when she was all like, what was the recent one? A couple of weeks ago, and she was all fucked up and 
She had kidney stones well, or some but, shit. I mean, that's so funny that you say that because she... When she that, loved it. She was like, where's that video? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, because that's what creates the following. People want to want to relate. It's been an evolution See? though, because she wasn't down for any of this shit not that long ago. Exactly. And he was so he was he was relentless, <laughs> and and finally she gave in because she saw that there was a there was a follow you know there was something to be had, but she, he was fucking relentless. It was, but, <laughs> but yeah, like we 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 know we I, I mean we've we've talked about your story a bunch of times. Um, he's from his parents were like circus. You were talking about it when at the meeting. He shared at our meeting the other night, and it was really great share. I, I actually got a lot out of that. That was really. I feel really rusty. You know what? I just just randomly. So I've been taking all my my studio. I'm getting rid of my studio because I don't want to pay for it anymore. And I have all these CDs of prime time, like maybe hundreds of them. Whoa. And just one I happen to have in the car after I cleaned it out. I'm like at the point where I'm ready to throw these things away. Right. And it's Michael Anderson, eleven years ago, my sponsor. Right. And it's just like amazing, pure. It's just the pure, and he's not like a, he's not in the he's not part of like the what do you call like the, the click, the click, yeah. yeah. But he's he he yeah. knows the philosophy. Go. <clears throat> I'm listening to it right now. I have a, I happen to have a CD player in my van. So wow. Well, that's cool, all on man. the website. Maybe I don't know how far back the website goes. It years. goes back far, dude. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, prime time. Mm-hmm. What do you think about prime time? I'm all about that shit. PG prime time. I think that shit's solid. I believe in like a little bit more rigid structure. Yeah, I think it's really, really solid. Well, it's the self talking mind. What we're up against. Uh... The only thing that I don't like agree is when I hear in meetings people talking about like the. Uh, our thought processes because we're alcoholics. Right. I don't believe in it. Well, they, they talk about that, the self-talking that's mind. Yeah, prime but I, time. Yeah, I know that's prime time. I still think there's value in that. I just don't think that's a derivative of you being an alcoholic. I think that's a derivative of you being human. human. Yeah. An, an and fight. you being an alcoholic <laughs> is a physical allergy, and this is where me and you are eye to eye. Totally. 100%. People, there's like this, I view that aspect of it is like, self-righteous alcoholics think our thinking is so unique that fucking no we can't no one could understand what our thought process is it's like no people can understand and that was really just talking to normal people about like over years and then being like they have a cliche that kind of explains that it that says that talking not all neurotics are alcoholic but all alcoholics are neurotic exactly So, so so here's yeah but who's not neurotic I don't. I believe there's probably people who aren't. I mean, there's degrees and levels and ranges. So I don't. But I mean, I'll I'll name a few right I now. Think there's some people, some people are, that have no neuroses at all. Oh, a lot less than me. Well, I'm I'm talking <laughs> about none though. Like I don't know about wow. that. There's probably that's probably not real. But. I don't know about that. So everyone's in a different space, right? Right. Okay. Cool. But alcoholics aren't always fucking extreme. From my experience, are always neurotic. Like at an on an extreme level, which is why we were the most important people in the world, and got loaded, regardless of what was happening around us, over and over again, until our lives and other people around us were affected on such a profound level that we needed to like get 
sober. And that's the part about primetime that I think I actually want to go. If I ever have an opportunity to share at a primetime meeting again, I would like to like crack this egg open and talk about how like I don't think because I don't think that it's because we're alcoholics that we have this issue with our thinking. I think it's because we're human that we have this issue with our thinking. Well, either way, it needs to be treated. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't really, I think that, like, I don't know that they, like, say, like, it's only alcoholics that think this way. They're just talking about alcoholism. Um, but well, it they does say, good to they say alcoholic, but they don't have this debate that we've got going here. Right. They don't, they've never even heard the, the question, really, probably. What question? Well, that it's a human thing rather than an alcoholic thing. Yeah. Like, so we're lumping everybody together. Alcoholics aren't separate or unique. Is that what we're saying? No, they are, but only because of the physical allergy and, and the mental and, obsession. Yeah. That's but, the only thing. But as far thing. as the thinking process, right. it's not different. But, but my argument to that would be, don't you think that because of years of abuse, that's created a more extreme thought process and a more stubborn neuro- neurotic mind? Nine times out of ten. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, living in like a traumatic way for years is going to change the way you think. Right. You know? Or going down a rabbit hole. It's a lot of rabbit holes. What? With all this shit. Right. It's a lot of rabbit holes. But don't you think that that's true? What part? That like years and years of using and drinking would 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 would, would cause you to have a more extreme like fault finding selfish self-centered thinking mind it says right in the literature like the warped mind the aberrated thinking i mean is that not straight out mental defective uh mental illness that's in maybe i don't know mental illness yeah i agree with that i agree with you because the obsession is the mental illness but the obsession is what they're saying is is that like it wasn't satisfying for us to like see alcoholism or admit alcoholism just because we were in full flight from reality, outright mental defectives or maladjusted to life. And what that means is that like, there's so many alcoholics out there who are functioning. So if you approach them and just be like, yo, you're crazy. They're going to be like, I'm not fucking crazy. I've got this mortgage over here. I'm in this relationship over here. My kids are in college over here. I have this car payment over here. Like, so that means that when you talk to those people, you need to basically like, talk about the physical allergy because that's what's going to define them and what's they're going to relate to. That's that excerpt of the book that you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Helps to know that shit. But that person has all those external things, but if, if, they're, if they've been drinking and using for as long as they probably have, they're more... Neurotic, selfish, self-centered, fault-finding, fear-based thinking. That's that's. Isn't that why they drink in the first place? It's not. It's to quiet the fucking mind and have some peace. I mean, that's yeah, why but, I did it. Um, do you know how many people come home from work and like had a stressful day and they just like fucking have a drink, to, right? Or a have lot. a joint. So a many lot. people, right? Especially today, <laughs> it's only six percent of the society that has is alcoholic. So they're not alcoholics. They don't. You know what I mean? They're able yeah. to just do that. And the, how many people go out on the weekends and have drinks and get drunk with their friends and then like just live normal lives? 
because they're fucking relieving stress. You, you know? know who really explains it well? Who actually was primetime guy is Randy. Because Randy is... Wasn't he supposed to come? What happened? He, he is. Going, we're going to have him on again. Okay. But Randy he, Q? Yeah. Or, no, Randy Mermel. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have, we're going to have Randy Q on too. But like Randy Mermel is like... Because he, he takes the parts of primetime that are dope and leaves the rest. Well, he talks a lot about the unsatisfied mind. A lot. Unsatisfied by all... In, in sobriety. If you're trying to satisfy yourself, it's not possible. But that's like the cause of most of my problems is trying to satisfy myself. You can go down this rabbit hole for hours. (laughs) Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Because if you're, if you're, there's an argument that if you're satisfied, and that's a loaded word, loaded term, either way. But what is motivating you? Right. Like you ain't satisfied at fucking six hundred thousand followers. Right. You need a million, and then when you get to a million, this is what it is. Or yeah. or you're not satisfied just writing the book. You got to get out and be the light of God for more people. Then that, that's. I mean, for me, that's just like I'm in this life. I'm here, right? So I might as well make the best of it while I'm here. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I, I'm, that's why I said it's a loaded term, a loaded yeah. topic of conversation because it's, satisfaction is, yeah, you're satisfied with where you're at and stuff, but you're constantly, you should be growing as well, a human Otherwise, being. I'm going to be fucking miserable. Yeah, stagnant. Yeah. But why? Why can't we just be and just be happy? Well, that's and satisfied. That's what How much I is rent? do. I have to do what? How much <laughs> is rent? What you like? Got? Like like the point I'm trying to make is, is like you have all this other shit you need to take care of in your life. You have another. How old are you? We got another forty, fifty years on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just be satisfied. Yeah. You know? But to have peace. Okay, so this is a daily practice for me. So I'll just speak on it for one minute. I need to get to that place that what i have is enough and there is no thing i have to do yeah except for be alive which i am that's it yeah i don't have to be a good dad i don't have to make money i don't have to fucking go look at my email all i have to do is what i'm already doing and and i am not dissatisfied in those moments where it's it just it's like a grounding like it's already Everything I need is already, and everything I'm going to achieve or do is already happening. It's life. That's it. Yeah, I need to get there too. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And there's in peace that. in that. If I don't get For to me, that place, no, 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 I know, no, no. I'm. I love hearing it. I don't believe in that. That's all I'm saying. I like. I don't believe in that. I think it's like spiritual bypassing. I feel like it's like an idea that sounds really glamorous, but like in all actuality, you have to be a good dad. You have to answer those emails. You have to suit up and show I up. I do, but I have to do. And, it and a, you need I to have satisfied. to do it with a power. I can't do it. It, it. For me, I am not capable. I have proven this, and I'm just. I am higher power dependent, hundred percent. So when I'm to that place, it's like you do it, God. Whatever it is you need me to do. You do it because I'm not doing it. I don't. It's kind of hard to put into words what 
but this is a practice that works for me and it's the only practice that works for me and i've gotten to the place of a like a surrender to the point where okay i I could die now you know and and like because what do they talk about alcoholics they're they're all grandiose like i think i gotta do or create something that's gonna last in a hundred fucking years no one's gonna give a shit about us unless we have kids and then they might think oh i have a great grandparent or some shit like that that's it Nothing we're doing it means shit. So I'm sorry. No, I mean, in two hundred no, years, in three hundred years, real. you're not even gonna be a thought to anybody. Yeah, no. And that's nothing. That's three hundred years. Uh, it's not even yeah. So what do we do? Enjoy life that's right it. now. Just try to enjoy the moment. Be the blessing. And Jordan Peterson talks about be this too, man. He talks about if you can try to find a moment where you can enjoy your life, even for a second, you better fucking hold on to that because life is a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. Yeah, I don't believe that, but... well, I, mean, I feel satisfied, to, though, too, with what I'm saying. But you tried to kill yourself twice, so you should know, of all people, how much pain and suffering... Well, it can be, but I don't think it is. For everyone. Well, I mean, I think that's a choice. Not everybody has a choice until they learn. I, I don't want to. This sounds not so everybody, hokey, but enlightenment until you're aware. Right. So you not everybody understands that they have the power of choice. That's uh, yes. what they don't understand. And, and but to, everyone has a choice. Though. But to understand that, I think you have to experience so much pain. Some and people, loss. Some not everybody. People. Not everybody. Some people are just fucking Jason, self-aware. Ebigan, Veronica. Some yeah. people are just self-aware. No, no. But actually, to be fair, Jason did experience a lot of pain, and then he found Jesus. Cool. Yeah, I think some of us, probably everyone sitting here, is really stubborn and had to really get to some low, low. Like you thought you were low, and then you went lower, and you're like, "Holy shit!" And then you went a little bit lower, and you're like, "God, can mm-hmm. I go any lower?" You know. And then, but what's funny is that like you get sober and you get like back up, but then now you're getting lower, but like in a different like. Yeah space you're like in a different dimension getting lower <laughs> like you're not getting lower like with the drugs and alcohol you're you're like getting lower with fucking just like life stuff or success or losing a job like jo- like career yeah but there's a way out of that too for that's what that's what i think that's what he's talking about which is just being happy in the moment you're in right but that's like not necessarily just i'm happy in the moment i'm in it, it takes practice yeah, and, it does. And God doesn't do manual labor. <laughs> Regardless. Yeah, it depends power. on what your concept of God is. Regardless, you still have to do manual labor no matter what. Well, what if I am my concept of God? You still have to do manual totally. labor. Totally. So no that would what. be that God would be doing manual labor, right? Within you, you're still doing manual labor. Then. Totally. <laughs> we all we, are. We can tie it into that. Yeah. yeah that's fine. Okay, cool. I, that's like a very uh, Muslim type of thing, too. All right, I have one Every question. Every man is his own God. So do you find that peace that you need to have? Oh, I feel like I've been there probably for the last few weeks. But I think I have been flowing in and out of it. Do you think that has anything to do with like you having a little bit more financial? Or like... Like, come on! It's got to have something to do with that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not discrediting. I'm thinking about it. House doing good. A little less pressure on you. Yeah, maybe some of it. I think like some of it is just like 
I think it's less financial shit and more comparison shit that was creating internalized distress with other people who I got sober with, who I felt. And you stopped doing that. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want anything that they have is what I really came down to. I don't want to be the type of humans that they are. I don't want to. It was funny because I was out. I was out with another one of my homies. And we we're all having dinner, and he like looked at me. I think this is when it hit too, because he's like constantly relapsed. He's like a full blown degenerate camera. I love this guy to death. To like to me, I love him. But um, he's like, when are you gonna just sell out already? And then I was like, oh shit, I have to remember that. Like I just haven't yet. I still have it. Like I still haven't done it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then I was like, I still haven't sold out. Like what but it, then I'm like, just like in terms of like, this falls just water. Like in terms of, too much of my ego is wrapped up in the business. And what, like. But what, how would you sell out? Uh, turn, go get it in network IOP and oh. fucking, you know, the program becomes, it's like some fly she caught. Oh, like um, just get just all money, just just, just doing chase. it for money. Yeah, for... it's just it's no longer. It's like yeah, and these guys got families and stuff like that, and like I can uh, whatever. Like you guys do whatever you want to do, and but yeah, I just haven't, I haven't pursued what's the low the financial the low right hanging. move for me that I could do, and if I really put my mind to it, I could uh, be successful. You know. Because thus far, anything I've put my mind to, truthfully, like, has been fine. I've done well with. I've had a life. Like, I travel four to six weeks out of every year. Like, I've never given that up. Despite, like, everyone who I know who works is like, oh, I'm going to do that trip next year. I don't I Fuck that shit. Right. That shit's a fucking... I've heard too many people talk about that shit, and then they're retired. They don't have enough fucking money saved up to do any of that shit, you know? So I've just kind of lived that life. And the weird thing is, is when I let go and surrender to that and just be like, I'm not caught up in that shit, shit just starts to work out. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I remember it was actually strawberry. I remember this one time... It's probably like the first time I was, it was nose when I was going to Bali, dude. When I was coming out to see you in Bali, census just went fucking, oh, there's like, you know, interpersonal conflict in the house. We're throwing people out. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I can't fucking go. Da, 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 da. And I called, I called Barry and I was like, I can't fucking go, dude. This is like gnarly shit. And she's like, eh, that's an interesting perspective. Thanks like for clowning me a little bit. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you're here now. And that's happening. So I don't know what you think is going to be like some magical fucking thing with you being here. Right. And I was like, that one little like piece of feedback. I was like, I like that. You're true. You you know what? It's all. I'll be here now. And these fools like they need to figure it out. Totally. And like I was all like, and honestly, my biggest issue has been like not relinquishing control where I should have relinquished control and also not asserting myself in certain aspects where like I should have added more structure to groom out like the management and right. stuff like that. Just because I never really had it. It was right. just like I intuitively got stuff and then people would like throw it and it just like fell into place. So I think that was like, those are like the things where I was like. Uh, fucking results are gonna be the results dude like put yourself out there put yourself out there where you can you know be the light of god
I'm not saying that in like a facetious way either. Like, I don't think you are. I mean, like, yeah, just go out and like, yeah, people see you shine, they see you shine. You know? That shit works. Um, so I think those have been like more of like the learning experiences. But I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened. I told Michaelis, I was like, I don't know. I was like, there's something also I think maybe contagious about the Michaelis energy because I was like, we didn't even have like a lot of conversations either. Maybe I'd like see some fucking TikTok you do and be like, Oh, whatever i don't even know why i'm tripping out on like shit I'm, like, I'm not i'm genuinely not i have anxiety but i equate the anxiety right now that i've never felt before as like this internalized self-doubt that was i feel like was created during coronavirus because i just became lazy and complacent as fuck if i'm really honest with myself and i've been pretty transparent about that um but i think coming out of it has been a very difficult like it was i mean it still is but it's nowhere near comparable to where i was like uh paralysis by analysis type shit like i felt like there was so much on my plate i can't manage all this mm. and then like i like struggle with that one yeah you know, boy i love navy seals because they were talking about like so in the in the sober living we have this fucking bell and it gets rang when people leave the house. And above it, it says, like, don't run to your death. And it's actually a thing from the Navy SEALs training when they're in BUDS. Because the thing about BUDS is they will never throw you out of BUDS. Like, you might get set back for medical because your femur snapped in half or some crazy shit. But you're, you have to quit. You mm. have to go up and fucking crack the bell. And they, they, like, a lot of these guys, they brought psychologists in. They're like, what is the thing that sets the fucking... You know, out of the class of 200, the 12 guys who made it, what sets them apart from the people who don't make it? They're persistent, I guess. You read that in Lone, the, did you read that in Lone Survivor? No, no, no. No. You know the book I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, but... Yeah, that's um, where I learned about the bell. Yeah, yeah. So they we have, have one in the house. That's okay, We have one at Ethos, like mounted on the wall and shit. It's loud as fuck, too. <laughs> um, but they were talking to, like, all these dudes... Uh, I think it was one of the seals on Joe Rogan. I think that's probably my, where I even heard it. But he was talking about essentially the thing that set these guys apart who completed is that the dudes who fucked up, when they asked them after why they quit, they're like, I just couldn't see getting through Hell Week. I could not see getting through Hell Week. And then they asked the guys, well, who made it through? How the fuck did you get through? Every day when I woke up, I realized... I just need to make it to the next meal yeah. one day at a time. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. like, not even one day at a time. They're like, I just need to make it. All I need to do <laughs> yeah. is make it to the next meal. Yeah. And then the next meal. Yeah. And what I, re- what I took from that is you need to break tasks down. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get shit done if I start going paralysis by analysis. But if I take this one thing, and then what's weird is like, I'll get into a flow state, bro. There'll be days where I will get more shit done in one fucking day than There's I'll get in a whole too. week. When you're relaxing and you just can't do it, just enjoy that time because you're going to, it's like you're going to recharge and you're going to yeah. get into a flow state. Like yeah. you can't have it all the time. Yeah. I learned that too. Like, okay, I'm, whatever reason, I'm just going to enjoy this time off because I'm not doing Yeah. Like, I like that though, but that's a basic AA thing. That, like, yeah, same. Like Same one thing. day at a time, like, but it's five minutes at a time, really. Same time, for me. they tell us, yeah. No, it's dope. And was, like, as soon as they start thinking, oh, I, I, I heard it, uh, the guy talked about, like, as soon as someone even talked about quitting, they were fucked. Mm. Yeah, like, you, because you allowed the thought to enter your yeah, mind. Yeah, exactly. 
Hmm. Well, I thought about quitting. And I mean, like in the times, but in the but... seals, like it's different, yeah. bro. You're like, like the, I remember the, the guy talking about this one fool who quit, and they like convinced him to like come back, but <laughs> like he just couldn't, you know, because he had already like kind of threw in the towel. So in his mind, he kept going back to that. Yeah, dude. Once yeah, you allow imagine. that to creep into your how mind, how hard it is to like just probably constant pressure and challenge physically, mentally. Just that's the was. highest level of like pushing yeah. yourself that I've ever seen physically and emotionally and mentally. Seals. Yeah. Yeah. It's one way to do it. But yeah, I, 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 we should create one of those for civilians. <sighs> they have one. They have one down in San Diego. It's three days. One of the seals created. It's pretty. I want to do it actually. Really, but it's like they're not. You're not sleeping for the three days. They're not fucking around. It's like a full blown. But a lot of people. There's been dudes. There's this one tattoo artist. He was tattooing with Robert Foe for like years. I think it's like his cousin or his fucking might have been his son or something. And he like would never. I don't know if you guys know who Robert Foe is, but mm-hmm. he's a phenomenal tattoo artist. He was placed in Hawaii and. But the dude went and did this, like, it was, like, a week-long, like, they just put, they basically, I mean, really what that training is doing is breeding a certain amount of arrogance within you to, like, have self-confidence and, like, your, you, one, you have to be a team player, and two, you need to know, like, there's essentially no obstacle that a human being is going to put in front of you that will not be overcome. <laughs> Like these dudes will literally boat lift boats and carry them all the way across the fucking sand and boat crew too, bro. Boat crew too. God, that's one of the, my favorite Goggins stories. Have you heard this, Michaelis? Um, no. So David, Go- you know who David Goggins is yes. Mm-hmm. So Goggins is fucking like uh, that's your boy right there, huh? Hey, he's fucking on this like he's in SEAL training and fucking his boat crew is like killing it, but then boat crew two is like fucking just a weenie, and they're like basically pulled. I think that I may be butchering the story; I may have played out differently, but I think they changed out the leader. He was the leader, and uh, he uh, he basically went from like this team. It was constantly getting last, constantly getting last, constantly getting last, and he got in there. And bro, it went from like they, they basically call it the boat crew too. Because fucking, he was basically, dude, he was just like, put something in these fools' minds that was essentially like, he's like, he's, (laughs) there's one story he tells, it's so funny, he's like, he's like, they'd like go out and just start taking these waves and like, like fucking, like trying, like like the, the drill instructors are trying to break these dudes and like, they couldn't. Like, he had put something in the team where it was, like, they're not breaking. And then he's, like, talking about being on the boat. And he, like, looked up. And he could see. He taught, That's why he always says, like, if you hear him, he goes, I'm taking souls. He talks about, like, during this time is, like, he's telling the crew, we got these motherfuckers. You see that? And, like, they look up on the beach. And, like, the fucking drill instructors, at least in his mind, were very much, like, what the fuck is happening here? And he like says he he looks back at the at all these guys. He's like, "You see that, boys? They're not fucking tonight, because <laughs> I'm gonna be in their head while they're fucking back at home. How the fuck did these guys do it? It was like one of the dopest stories because wow. he was like, that's his whole thing. But I listen to Goggins too. I love Goggins, but it's so much based on competition. He's so like, yeah. People have tried to break him down over and over. like that's the story. 
he's constantly i watched the thing he just posted the other day about riding the bikes and he was like oh i live in this fucking town and every year the bikers come in town and there's this incline i'm always running and he's like i know when they see me they take they move past me and they're like fuck this guy so i'm like he's like on the bike he's like on the peloton just going after he's like so this year when they showed up i got on the bike and he's like all i needed was one moment a moment of doubt to enter their mind and i knew i fucked them all all. like dude it's like the funniest shit ever but that's like what he lives for dude they have recordings of him like on these fucking runs and he's like literally like his foot got torn up he got he he was back like i don't know five ten miles and then he catches up and then he's fucking literally, dude, the audio is so funny. He's like, they don't know me. They don't know me. He's literally just like literally screaming it the whole time. Like his self, I envy in like a loving way, his self-motivation. It's just on a different, it's just on a different level. Bro. Yeah. It's just on a different level. There's nothing that will fucking, there's genuinely, I think that dude would, I mean, he shit blood, pissed blood. Yeah, I was hearing this stuff, and I'm thinking, how did he not, like, permanently injure himself? I think that fool's had raptoid a fucking few times, 100%. I heard him on Joe Rogan, and I I noticed, like, something that that didn't sit right with me. Joe was sort of like, I don't know, he was kind of, like, pointing out. God, I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but it was just kind of like an aggressive, like, negative way of how he is about stuff and i feel like it started um i wish i could remember exactly what it was but he he always talks about like it just it has to you have to experience pain to be happy or joy Hmm. like you have to right but that's his thing and i feel like joe kind of like challenged that a little bit and it was just, uh, it was a moment for me where I was like, mm, I, I wonder with him though, it either has to be 100% on or nothing to have that kind of drive. So he plays those psychological games like he's competing with for his, life. He's competing like, with himself life. though. Yeah, but like he'll, comp- he'll die or win kind of at it, like yeah. on thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's for me, I just like, I think people need more of that shit when okay. we talk about like the mental health shit and stuff like that i'm like listen you don't need to go to gog no one's really gonna this dude's doing 100 mile races every weekend for like you know three months bro like, it's, so just on, it's on a different level that's not like what do you say i want to be what the fuck is the thing he says i want to be uncommon among uncommon men mm. that was like the whole seal state like he would talk about like 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 seals are gnarly alcoholics most of these fucking guys just from all the trauma shit they see blah blah blah, blah. and it's also their bonding thing is like drinking mm. he'd be talking about these fools would go out and drinking his whole he's sober he's been just sober he doesn't touch anything and he'd be like these fools would be out drinking he'd be in the fucking room he'd be like these fools are suckers he'd be in in the fucking thing lifting heavy weight getting after it at all times bro he's just conditioned his body and mind it just as a testament he was a fat lazy i mean his whole thing he jokes around anytime he does his run he wants his chocolate donuts it's all that's what people get him his chocolate donuts you know but he's 
manage to cultivate something within his mind that's unbreakable. Because Crazy. the mind's pretty frail, bro. Yeah, it is. The mind's pretty fucking frail. Like, people's, like, it's... It all started with that Rocky song. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's I've, I've listened to my fair share of Goggins. I think what it is is it's, it's yeah, he doesn't have any balance. No. You know? It's all or nothing, 100%. Yeah. Which I don't know if is the... For me, that's like can be unhealthy sometimes. Yeah, it's just inspiring for sure. Push, yeah, push I mean, I wish I had a little bit of that. Like, I don't even work out anymore. I don't know. I like a paralytic. I'm not exactly paralyzed, but I'm overwhelmed. Life is overwhelming. No, huh. but like you, you said something earlier about like this guy's energy like i feel like i'm kind of chill a little bit i mean i don't know where i'd be right now because like you know there's some things happening externally that are like that would normally be freaking me out i think a little bit like even just talked to my dad today danielle asked if someone could move into the guest house and he, he she called martha and she was like talk to your dad and i called my dad and my dad's like there's there's no happiness here right now and I thought, like, what did I do, right? But I just kind of, like, I didn't really pry. I didn't let, really, like, give him a chance to, like, unload whatever they're worrying about. Like, and I just kind of, like, let it be, you know? Hmm. And that's that's growth for you because you didn't get involved in the family drama and, and yeah. like, take it on or whatever? Yeah, who knows? It's just kind of sad. I tried to be in the place of like, wow, how sad is that 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 they can't just be happy, even though they have everything they would ever need. Yeah, totally. So, what's the growth from there? For, from for what? From where you're at right now. What do you mean? What's the next step? What's the next level from there? I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know. Well, you think it's like being able to like show from and like really ask how he's doing without internalizing it and right. having that affect you seeing how he's doing you know yeah it's for him to share like there's no happiness here like yeah like said you know that's mm. you're right he's reaching out maybe he wants some help but you got to be able to do it you know that's interesting but it's gonna just be you mean like how are you yeah but see he can't help but make it about he, he's just gonna but it's not about him it's about you no but he's gonna make it about me but and and, and tell me anything, what though. I need to do or what I'm doing that's upsetting her or him and right? Maybe. But whether you not you like internalize that is a different story. Mm-hmm. So that would just, be next level shit, right? And just be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I hope you feel No, better. not I'm sorry, because you're not sorry. Just hear him. Just hear him. Actively listen. Right. Mm. Yeah. And pray for him while you're doing it, perhaps, or something. Yeah. For peace. Because there's always shit. There's always fucking lawsuits and fucked up shit. Well, not always, but you know. And, like, I'm not saying you're not doing enough. I just always want you to be able to look at, like, the next level. Yeah, how you could do better. I love that. 
Yeah, it's cool. Because you can always do better, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or I could, you know, could always do more. And it's always about the non-self, the self, selfishness. Totally. Self-centeredness. Yeah, like with the relationship thing constantly. it's always, It always becomes about me and what I can get or what I'm not getting. And then once in a while I'm like, wait, whoa, oh, wait, what can I do for this person? Mm-hmm. And then everything, all that anxiety goes. It's like, oh. Yeah, I, I, I just think that, that that particular situation is 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 that's a da- it's a dangerous place for me to be mm-hmm. asking how I can help because they don't ask how you can help. Just listen. Maybe that's it. Yeah, because you probably can't help. Or you probably will help if you can. It's not. I don't think it's about the the action. I think it's about your dad being heard. But he's just gonna bring up all the stuff that all the stuff that yeah. I've created. That yeah. you know, like just this this guy and this this lawsuit and and whatever else. The the country club. They can't go to the country club. They're gonna. They want to blame that on me. Why can't they go and the whatever country? else? That, Did you dress wrong? And then I just so I just sit there and go, oh, uh, what 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 do I say? Maybe it is to be avoided. When, when he when he starts pointing out all the reasons that they're unhappy and it's all leading back to me. What's your part? Why can't they go to a country club? Well, we don't really actually even know because they've broken a bunch of rules. With dress code, fam, loud family. Is that you? Yeah. And this is a super high yeah, end spot. Yeah, I mean, I'm. <clears throat> so what? What do, I, what do I say? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Dad. Fuck you. Maybe try to <laughs> fix that in the future. For sure, I already will. But I don't know what. I hear what you're saying, though, Michaelis. Yeah, it's not about too. today either. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, this is just about the practice, where we're going. All right, good stuff, guys. Thanks for coming out. Two. Yeah, good night, everybody. Nonies. In and out.